Hey everyone, and welcome to the All Elite Zone podcast on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, as you can see, we're here live with the ECW legend, Sabu. Um, you guys may know him from ECW to WWE to WCW. He's been everywhere in the wrestling world. Uh, we're going to ask him a lot of questions. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, we'll, uh, we'll start off with you, Chris, first, because I know you had uh, a you, question Ryan. you really wanted to ask him first. Yeah, like it's a pleasure to have you on here. Uh, you're probably our biggest uh, guest star yeah. yet on here. Sweet, I like to hear that. <laughs> That's always good to hear. Thank you. Uh, you can go, Chris, first. All right. Well, first things first, though. Sabu, how's everything going? Uh, you know. Uh, it's been okay, I guess. You know, the, I'm still sad about losing my wife, but I'm Melissa. But, but other than that, it's been going okay, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, I have a very important question to ask you. It was back in the uh, well. It was back in the uh, December 2006 ECW's revival, uh, December to Dismember, and uh, you were you were on the card though. On the extreme elimination chamber, but technically, due to uh, well, technically, you were w replaced by hardcore Bob Holly. Now, the question is, why did you please, no offense, uh, bail out on the extreme elimination chamber? Okay, just for the record, I didn't bail out. They, they uh, Stephanie man fired me, but didn't tell me that. The deal was, uh, they chased me around for a week to cut a promo, and it was a, a script. It was like a three-paragraph script. They wanted me to memorize word for word, words I wouldn't normally say, let alone try to memorize in a few minutes and, and you know, try to make people believe that I'm saying these things. Anyways, yeah. they gave me the script. I read it, and I said, well, I can't do this with Paul. It was me and Paul, Paul Heyman. He goes, just try. And I go, I can't. If, even if I could remember these words, I wouldn't say these words. Sabu, my character, wouldn't say these things. You know. And then he goes, just, just try anyways. I said, how about this? I crumbled up and threw it down. I go, that's my promo. And I go, how about that? You know, we'll say that I, yeah. I um, that I refuse to do a promo like everybody else. I'm being a rebel. And so I refuse to speak on a promo or whatever. And he goes, tell Stephanie that. So Stephanie goes, you ready to do your promo? I go, yeah. Um, uh, so I go, I, I, I read it. I think I was reading it. And I crumbled up. I go, how's that for your promo? Pointed up and walked away. And I came back. I go, how was that? <laughs> Well, good. She goes, try again. I go, no, I can't. And she goes, why can't you? I said, it's just not me. I disagree with it so much that I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. And she goes, okay, okay, don't worry about it. Then a few days later, it was a Saturday, right before the Sunday, they had me do an angle where I hurt my, broke my shoulder. And, and I didn't know what they were doing that for, but I did because I did it because I was pulled. And then the next day they flew me home, which was the day of the pay-per-view. And I, I was shocked. They, go, they took me off the pay-per-view. I said, oh, well, no big deal. They took me off the pay-per-view. But then I see they put me on the cover of the pay-per-view, a cover of the uh, whatever that December, December pay-per-view uh, video, DVD, put me on the cover and didn't mention that I wasn't on it. So a lot of people bought it thinking I, I pulled the fast one or something. I didn't. They pulled the fast one, and they stuck to it. You know, Stephanie McMahon got mad because I wouldn't do her stupid promo, but it wasn't me. Even if I remembered the words they wanted me to remember, I would not have done it. Again, get my professionalism as being Sabu, I guess, you know, something like that. Right, right, right. All right. I got, I got questioned about it the other day, and uh, they asked me the same question. Why, why'd you bail? I go, I didn't bail. It's funny you brought that up because 
you know, it didn't happen like that, but they didn't even give me an excuse other than I didn't do the promo to be on the pay-per-view. I didn't know I had to do the promo to be on the promo. <laughs> Understood. Well, and the promo, yeah, but... I would have been proud of myself, but even if I didn't, you know, so All ridiculous. Right. All right. All right. Well, well, in that case, uh, thanks for, uh, well, to me, thanks for uh, straightening it out to me because I watched yeah. the pay-per-view and, uh, yeah, I probably and, bought that thing and got it, but, but, uh, uh, I guess I owe you one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you want to go next? Yeah. Um, I'm just... oh. Hello? Mr. Jacobs, can you hear us? Uh, I don't well, hear I guess uh, he's muted. He's a mute. Uh, well, I guess I'll go next. Uh, well, my first question is, how did you get into ECW? I mean, that was, uh, I want to I want to say your first major promotion, but. Uh, that's the first major promotion in the United States, that's for sure. And the first promotion that let me do what I wanted to do yeah. the way I wanted to do it. First promotion ever let me do that besides FMW. But uh, first promotion in the States and pretty much the second in the world to let me do what I wanted to do. And I got to change wrestling without, without trying to. But anyways, uh, what got me into ECW was, I was in Japan, boom, boom, boom. And I stopped in Detroit before I came home to wrestle in Detroit. And this referee, Pee Wee John Moore, said, hey, why don't you try wrestling for ECW? I go, what's that? He goes, there's a company, uh, Eddie Gilbert runs out in Philadelphia. I go, nah, me, Eddie Gilbert won't like me because we're both short. And he don't want somebody shorter than him or as short as him on the show and, and, and going over. So I said, nah, I'm not even going to try. And then uh, my friend Dennis Carluzzo called me, who ran NWA New Jersey and was the president of the NWA for a little while. Uh, he said, call Todd Gordon from ECW. He's a sucker. You can get 500 bucks from him. I said, all right. So I called him and I said, hey, Todd, just said, boom, boom, boom. He goes, oh, great. He goes, how much do you want? And I said, 300 because I was scared to ask for 500. So I said, 300. He goes, yeah, sure, you got it. And then I came in and it happened to be the same day uh, he fired Eddie Gilbert and hired Paul Heyman and hired me the same day. So it was kind of a chance that we were there at the same time. All right. Mm. Sorry for answers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I know, uh, I don't know if you know who Joey Janela is, but he put a post on Twitter saying that he doesn't believe in uh, wrestlers handshaking anymore. Uh, and I know that you yeah, responded I, to that tweet. I disagree with that. You know, you got to show us a, a thing of respect. Even if you don't mean it, you got to fake it. Yeah. Uh, like I saw wrestling. Uh, well, uh, you're cutting in and out. I can't hear you. Uh, can you hear me now? I hear you now. Uh, yeah. what I was saying was like I'm a professional wrestling. I re like a like a referee, and uh, I was always taught. We got Bill in the house. Uh -oh. Bill's in the house. Can okay, you you're talk what? Uh, well, I was saying that I'm a professional wrestling, I, re I referee, and I was always taught that uh, 
uh, always shake everyone's hand before you leave. Well, to shake everyone's hand when you get there and to shake everyone's hand when you leave uh, to show your respect right. to everyone in, in the locker room. And uh, I mean, a lot of the younger wrestlers now doesn't want to do that anymore. Um, but I feel like that it's a show of respect to the wrestling business and to everyone on the card. Um, but I saw your uh, re like reply well, to that tweet. Yeah, for, for the older guy to respect that young guy, he has to shake his hand. He's got to earn that respect. And part of earning that respect is by being humble and offering your hand. Yeah. I, I usually come in the dressing room. I walk in the middle of the dressing room, put my bag down, and go to each and every guy, shake their hand, boom, 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 and then sit down at my bag and start getting dressed. I'll do that first before almost every single show. Even if I don't want to do it, I do it. Even if even if I don't like the guys, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Bill, uh, look, it's uh, very great to have you on here. Uh, I know you're part of the TNI podcast, but uh, if you want to ask a question, uh, you're more than welcome to ask your question now. Oh, no. yeah, I, I I go way back uh, with you, Sad Bill. Uh, I was there for your debut in ECW uh, when I used to go down there to the, the old arena. And um, I, I guess the, like, would really got you over with that crowd early on was when you would do the spots on the table where you would moonsault to the table after the matches. I just wonder what, what made you think to do that? Just like what, what started that? And I know that that kind of became the tradition there for a while. Yeah. Um, well, one day me and Michael wrestled in Japan as a tag team and I got beat and, and he didn't like to finish, but uh, you know, I had to do what I was told. So uh, I got beat and after the match, he's kind of trying to punish me. He goes, uh, get back in the ring and get your heat back. I go, what do you mean? He goes, think of something. I go, how about I moonsault the table? He goes, uh, what's that? I go, I'll show you. I threw the table in the ring and I moonsault the crash. And I did it as a form of punishment. Then I did it as a form of celebration, too. Then I got to be too beat up. I couldn't do it no more. <laughs> I paid for it in the end, that's for sure. But I used to do it because my uncle sometimes after the match would hit me with the umbrella or slap me around if I lost or even if I won. Just that, you know, he always punished me even if I won. You know, if you're celebrating, he punished me. So as a form of punishment, I would break the table or move on the table or a form of celebration, I would do the thing. Like Hulk Hogan flexing and doing his thing, I would break a table. Yeah. Uh, well, that was very, uh, that was a very, like I remember watching WCW and seeing that like you would just after the match you would you would destroy everyone with the table um uh, not something that i really not something like that i really liked that, that you did oh right on uh oh. <laughs> like aiden uh i know are you are you i just came in um mm. what what <laughs> am i human Am I lagging real quick? Okay. Well, uh, I, I just wanted to ask real quick. I just wanted to ask, uh, who are a few of your like favorite uh, people to work with, either like backstage or like in the ring? Uh, well, backstage is different than working with. You know, uh, backstage is I hang out with guys, but I even if I don't wrestle them, I hang out with them. And usually, uh, only time I hang out with the guy I'm wrestling is if I'm wrestling him. You know, unless he's like one of the guys I hang out with, like Sandman or Van Dam, I, I talk to those guys anyways. But if I was wrestling, say, uh, 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 
don't know. Owen Hart. I would only talk to Owen Hart if I was wrestling him. Probably just to say hello and goodbye in the dressing room. People like that. Probably wouldn't buddy up with him to do stuff. Uh, anyways, what was the question? Who uh, I was guy? wondering, like, who are the who are the like people you've enjoyed like working with in the ring the best? Well, of course Van Dam, but that'd be cheating because I trained him and, and uh, we hung out together all the time. We're still pretty much pretty close, best friends. So I'd have to cheat and say him. But I liked working with you know Scorpio, uh, the, uh, Sandman, you know, uh, you know a lot of guys. Even uh, uh, Stevie Smith, I liked working with him. Even the Blue Meanie. Yeah, like I used to always like your work with uh, Rob Van Dam and Sandman, and just just to name a few. But my favorite was probably RVD. Uh, I like your matches in a, a like a. I like Impact uh, when you came back. Your, your last run in Impact. Uh, your match well, I, I thought my favorite matches in ECW was the very first one I had with Taz because, you know, that was the Raws. That was when he was a Tasmaniac. And that was the Raws. So, so that's like my favorite match in ECW. And, and he's probably my favorite favorite rivalry, you know, besides Van Damme. Like, like he's saying Van Damme, but that's cheating. Like I said, I trained him, so, so I really can't say he's my favorite. That would be cheating. Yeah. Uh, well, my next, yeah. Well, uh, my next question is: How did you meet Melissa Coates in the wrestling business? Because I know she was your manager there for a long time. Yeah. How did you How did you get to meet her? Well, uh, about twenty years ago, I met her in L.A. for XPW. Um, we got stuck in the same hotel room, and she put she slept in the bed, and I slept on the couch, I slept in the chair, and uh, uh, and boom, uh, fifteen years later. These guys were picking on her, bullying her on the internet, you know, saying that she was a slut and stuff, and that she uh, had sex with me, and which wasn't true. I was married at the time, and uh, it wasn't true. So she called me and said, "Hey, these guys are bullying me. Could you tell them to stop?" I said, "Just don't worry about it. She'll know, but they won't stop. We keep, and it's not true what they're saying. They're saying this and that, and, and and you know it's not true." I said, "Of course it's not true." So I said, "Call them, say, hey, leave her alone," and they did. And then uh, uh, we've been friends ever since. And that that was about six years ago, seven years ago. Wow. But met her about 20 years ago. And she's my favorite person uh, in the world. Yeah. Uh, I used to really, really like her, uh, her managing and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. yeah uh, so, uh, Chris, do you have a, do you want to ask a question next? Why not? Uh, let me How see. Um, geez, oh, geez. I got a lot of questions for uh, Sabu, though. But um, here, here's another question. It's from TNA back in 2005, though. Um, how did you feel wrestling uh, Chris Parks or Abyss in the first ever TNA's barbed wire massacre match? How did you feel that night? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, I was a little disappointed on the emphasis they put on the match by putting it on first. You know, that, that, that was a main event match. Even if it's Hulk Hogan there, it should have been a main event match. You know, and... Uh, they put it on first because they said it might take too long to put the barbed wire up and down. And they got the barbed wire up in about five minutes and tore it down in like two minutes. So they were full of shit. But they was trying to, you know, take the emphasis off it being the main event, I guess. And uh, But anyways, I liked it and I had a good time wrestling him in it. And uh, it was a match of the year for that year, 2004, I think. And uh, it was yeah, all right. It was, it was fun. Sorry. What's that? I said the only thing I didn't five. like was... Mm -hmm. Sorry. Now you're good. Uh, you can go. you hear us, Mr. Jacobs? No. Uh, 
don't think he can hear us. Either well, he can't. Uh, uh, well, uh, I like uh, Bill. Do you have another question that you want to ask? I'll, I'll go back to the uh, back to those ECW days again. Uh, I know when you kind of first debuted, you came out in like the Hannibal Lecter type uh, like gimmick uh, where you were rolled out. You had the face mask on. And I was just wondering, did you have input into that or was that a Paul creation or how'd that go about? Because I know it lasted for a little bit, but then you kind of you dropped that gimmick. Yeah, that, that was Paul's thing. Uh, it, it was a good thing, but I was wrestling. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me, uh, I got broken ribs. But anyways, <clears throat> um, that was a good idea. But I was wrestling a guy in Japan called Doctor Luther. He's Doctor Luther now with E A E U. He was he had that gimmick where he wore a mask and he was in a straight jacket and he acted crazy and he took it from Silence of the Lamb. And so was that mask like Silence of the Lamb. So it looked like I was copying him, even though it wasn't my idea and I didn't want to do it. I, I didn't want to do it because it looked like I was copying him and I wasn't. And that was his gimmick. So, I would have offended if he started wearing a turban. No. Yeah. Well, she, Dr. Luther, I've been offended. <laughs> but anyway, that was a pretty good gimmick. But uh, even the, the wheeling on the dolly, that was a good gimmick. But Paul never took much time into preparing for it much. It was, every night when I did it, it would be a, a, a makeshift dolly and a, and a plastic chain sometimes, sometimes a rope. Would tie me in, and 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 it took time to prepare it to make it look like it was sweet. Never looked sweet. It was yeah. raw, that's for sure. Um, and, and it did, and it did work. But uh, like I said, he never prepared for it. He never had like a sweet gurney or a real gurney. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, uh, can you uh, like hear us, Mr. Jacobs? I don't, I don't think he can hear us. I think we just can't hear him. You're right. We can't hear him. Um, I can't hear him. Yeah. Uh, I remember you talking about this in WCW uh, on another podcast, but I never got to hear the actual story about it. Uh, talk about the Vader and Paul Andorra fight in WCW. Uh, I know... You know what? Got cut up at, you know. Oh, uh, I was going to say, I know you talked about that in a, in a previous podcast, but I never, I don't know if, if, if uh, like any of you guys have heard that story, but uh, like, like I remember you talking about the Paul Arndorf invader backstage fight incident. Okay, yeah. Um, I was in WCW at the time for a short, very short time. I happened to be right by this room where Arndorf and, and uh, they were arguing in the hallway and Arndorf said, follow me. And, and uh, Ben Vader followed right behind him into a room. They closed the door and was boom, boom, bam, boom, ow, ow, boom, boom, crash, boom. And, and Orndorf comes walking out and Vader, uh, his face was bleeding on, on the floor. And I seen that with my own eyes. So that's what happened. It didn't happen that way. But I didn't see what happened. But uh, uh, Orndorf come walking out of, that, out of that room with a little arm and, and uh, blood on his knuckles. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think about yeah. no, no disrespect to Vader because I like Vader, or I used to like him before he died. But uh, I liked him, but he said it didn't happen that way. 
uh, he'd be the point guard, but I, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, stuff. I mean, yeah, I've heard a lot of people talk about that fight, but I've never really heard a story. But this is my first hearing a story from you. Um, yeah, it was the door Orndorff walked out of, and the room they were fighting in was six feet from me because I was almost going to open the door and see what was going on. Figure somebody needed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, like Aiden, do you want to ask the next question? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, like obviously, uh, like late last year, you said you were retired and everything. And one of the wrestlers you named that you would come back, uh, come back for a match with was Brock. Are there any other wrestlers that you'd want to come back for one last match with, or is it just Brock? Uh, you know, uh, there's a few guys I probably would if the price was right, but uh, I ache so much. I, I said to myself, I'm going to start going to the gym Monday. You know, when I got back home from uh, wherever I was, I forgot where I was. I was somewhere last week. Anyways, I go, I'm going to go to the gym Monday, and uh, I, I've been too sore. I just can't do it. Yeah. Apologize. You know, all my joints hurt. My back's fucked up. My joints hurt. I broke up to a week ago. Uh-oh. Oh, a week ago. <laughs> Uh, can you hear us now, Mr. Jacobs? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can oh, hear yeah. you now. Yeah. At least I can. I apologize. It, it, this, this, it's, good, it's bad weather down here. I apologize. <laughs> I don't. Well, come inside. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can ask the next question if you if you want, Mr. Jacobs. Oh yes. Um, I was going to ask actually. I wanted to know the story behind falling off the R. What? What? Falling off the R of the raw set on Monday Night Raw. We fell. We fell off the R. Yeah. Well, I, I sort of tried to jump, and it didn't work that way. Uh, they they wanted me to jump out of the bel- out of the balcony. And I thought that kind of it was too ordinary. Uh, plus, yeah. uh, I didn't want to do it. It was my idea. And I, and I said, I seen the artist. I'll jump up the artist. I said, okay, can you do it? I go, yeah, I can do it. He goes, you think you should rehearse it? Right. I go, yeah. I go, no, I can do it. So yeah. all I did was Next. put a ladder up. Yeah. I put a by it and had the Dudley boys hold the ladder while I climbed up it and see if I could do it. I got up there and came back down. So it was time to go do it. I climbed up there and I got to the top. And I jumped. And the arm moved. There was no, there's nothing to do no. holding the ladder. Right. It moved. Flat first, uh, did a belly flop, and my arm hit one guy, but like eight guys fell over. Boom, boom, boom. I was supposed to land on like eight guys. <laughs> I, I only hit oh. one guy, but they, they all fell over anyways. But when I hit, it knocked the wind out of me. So when I got up, I was dying. I couldn't breathe, and I was still running to the ring to finish my spot. And I, I about killed myself uh, falling off the arm. Yeah, <laughs> they saved your life when they did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, I was what? stubborn then. I'm still stubborn now. I don't like it when people get their spot. <laughs> I want yeah, them right. to say, come and I It's will. not practical. I, like I mean, you have to make it, make it look real. Yeah, and, and make it me. You know, if I don't come up with a spot, I don't feel like it's me. I don't like doing someone else's spot. No. Exactly. No. Um, I think we'll admire Sabu for what he comes up with, not what you come, with, come up with. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I thought it was well, cool uh, personally. Yeah, that was a, yeah. 
uh, well, uh, my next question is, what was it like to work for Paul Heyman, the, the man behind ECW? It, it was Paul good. Lee. Yeah, it, it was good. It, it was a profitable, but it, it was good. It was fun. You know, I couldn't do no run for a couple of years. You know, I was the top guy at the time. And uh, at first, uh, I got to do whatever I really wanted to do, the way I wanted to do it, when I wanted to do it, and how I wanted to do it. You know, uh, I couldn't do wrong as I didn't do that. And that's what made the company was uh, let, let, let guys good at themselves. He found out what they were good at. Yeah. You know, so it was good working for him. He's a genius. He's a bit of a jerk off because he don't pay that good, but he's a, he's a genius. <laughs> All right, I ain't gonna say no. Well, well. Uh, well, a question. Another question. What? Well, you oh. can ask. Well, in here, time, your time, your time in uh, WCW. Tell us about that. Uh, first time I met, uh, that was when uh, I, I I I was double booked for ECW in New Japan. And I chose the mm-hmm. New Japan over the But they didn't offer me no money. So I quit and they fired me. It was mutual. And then they, were, they didn't want to pay me no money. So I went back to ECW. And then uh, about a year later or something, uh, I went back to WCW. And uh, right. I quit again because of the contract. They, they go, how much would it cost to do our first Monday Nitro? This was the second time in ECW. Uh, WCW. Right. I said, I'm booked. Yeah. And how much would it cost? I said, well, you're over. He goes, we got to pay you something. And of course, we'll put you over. I said, well, okay, give me 500 bucks then. I meant 500 bucks, and then we can negotiate. And 500 bucks, so I'm happy. And so oh. I said, so they go, what you want? What do I want? He goes, 500 No, that was $500 all we got for you. And you're only going to wrestle mm. twice a month, one Monday a month, one pay-per-view. So I'd only be making $1,000 a month compared to $1,000 a batch. I thought that was ridiculous. So I quit. And, and, and mm. they would not, they would not budge. They wouldn't even talk about it. It's a take it or leave it. That was like $12,000. Whoa. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, wow, it was ridiculous, completely ridiculous. They, they didn't want me. This one, someone else had to use me. Wow. Well, uh, my next question is, what was some of your favorite ECW matches you uh, you like uh, I wrestled in? Because I know you had a lot of great matches against different people, but what are uh, some of your personally favorite matches in ECW? My very first match in ECW is my favorite match of all times. But uh, that's my favorite match in ECW. And then, you know, the barbed wire match with Terry Funk, that's one of my favorites. And Dutch and Matt Van Dam, that's one of my favorites. I was, gonna, I was gonna mention. I, I was gonna mention three-way dance. That that was one of my favorites too. That was that's what put our company on the map. Was that three-way match? It was a one-hour-long match. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's what that was awesome. Not crossed. Yeah. Not true. Well, uh, I'd like Aiden, would you like to ask the next question? Uh, yeah, sure. <clears throat> so, uh, obviously, like December to dismember from uh, 2006, that's like a lot of people regard that as like, like a really bad pay per view. Uh, what was like backstage like? Like, what was just the atmosphere after uh, like you get taken out of the main event and <clears throat> all the crowd is just chanting and everything? Time, what was going on? I, I, thought, I thought they had something in mind for me to come in secretly later or something. <laughs> I didn't know. Hmm. I didn't know. <laughs> somebody calling somebody? <laughs> yeah, Thorius was calling me. <laughs> um, actually, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna ask. I mean, you know, as far as uh, I don't talk, okay. I I I, I want to ask this: the first time you met the man, Vince McMahon, how did he appear to you, or how was he? As far as the first time you met Vince McMahon, how was that? First time I've been. Uh, that was 1994, I think, and yeah, 94. Uh, I had a trial with WWE, WWF, uh, in uh, somewhere in New York. I think it was like uh, Syracuse, something like that. But anyways, uh, I had a, a trial match, and uh, I, I wrestled Scott Taylor in one match, and then Dana just reached the shook his hand, he kind of uh, looked pretty good, and I read, and he said uh, he pulled me in his office for the, ne the next day and said, "I want you to wrestle Owen Hart, my my mark match, oh, wow. like his favorite my yeah. match." So I did. I wrestled him, and then he, he made me an offer. So, but anyways, he kind of acted goofy towards me. He didn't act like a boss. He kind of acted like a mark. But that was cool. That he, he acted <laughs> right. Like a toward him. Yeah. Uh, I didn't take experience when I should have. Uh, like he said, uh, he, like uh, he made a couple of suggestions, and I laughed at him, thinking he was joking, and he wasn't. Like he goes, "You could be the EC, you, you could be the Hulk Hogan of ECW," and, and I laughed at him. I go. <laughs> <laughs> I go really. Yeah. I, go, yeah, I, go, I don't want to be And uh, I go, you can't be serious. He goes, no, I'm not serious. But he was. One time, I was going to do the John Cena thing through the table. Uh, boom, boom, boom. And he goes, like, be careful because uh, I I took a bump out of the cage and landed on this table and busted my ass. I go, well, that's you. Right. And uh, laughed, and, and he didn't. And I go, well, well I bet that's you. You got a bad aim or something. I met, I met that you. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I know where I'm right. doing. I know what I'm doing. But uh, he didn't forget to do it. He didn't laugh at my jokes. <laughs> that's funny. 
And one time he shook my hand like a retard so hard that I had a bad bad neck and I because I had a stomach go, ah, ah and he goes, Oh, I didn't know you were so fragile. Yeah. Like, oh, oh. Anybody's fragile can shake their hand like that. Like he shook my hand like, like he's retarded. But <laughs> <laughs> he did no, yeah. And he's a pretty big guy, he's strong too. Yeah, yeah, he's a big dude. <laughs> <laughs> a sissy or something. He's not a sissy. You don't think he had the best. No, the no. no. I bet you he, he's probably kicking Gracie's ass. <laughs> I bet you. <laughs> he's the last one to run from a fight. Yeah. I give him that. This is not a, a slouch, man. He had a lot of guys to learn from. Oh, right. Well, my next question is, uh, do you watch uh, like AEW like at all? No, not really. Only if I remember it's on. And I think it comes on here in a couple hours pretty soon, I think. Uh, the Wednesday show, I don't know, super early, I guess. But uh, I, I'll probably watch tonight if I remember. Usually, uh, I watch 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, gotcha. Uh, well, like I would personally like, uh, I know you said that you're retired or and uh, you would only come back for like, if the price is right. But uh, I personally would like to see you against Darby Allen. I don't know if you know who that is. Uh, but he's a oh, yeah, yeah. He's a yeah, yeah very I know. hardcore wrestler. Yeah. Well, what do you yeah. think about what? Do you, yeah. But for for me to come back, for me to have an ideal opponent, I don't want somebody who does my stuff or does something like I do. I want to wrestle Brock Lesnar, who doesn't break tables, who doesn't take crazy bumps, who does power stuff ah. instead of flying stuff. Right. That's the kind of guy I, I feel want. You. It's always the best wrestle. I don't want to wrestle somebody who kind of does my stuff or, or stuff like me. I don't like tip for tat. I like boom, bam, boom. You know, I want big right. bumps given to me. Not, not the same thing I'm giving to the guy, or close to it. You know, right? Mm. You know, whenever yeah. Paul brings somebody in, who do you want? You know, I want somebody like Mike Awesome. You know, you know, every time you pick somebody for me, I want someone like Mike Awesome. So he give me like, like one man gang. You know, Gary Albright. You know, big guys like that with uh, that didn't do my stuff. Right. Right. Although, I forgot about that. <laughs> Mike was a cool guy. But anyways. Now, I want to go back to your time in TNA. How was that? Now, that, that's that's what I want to know. Yeah, it really wasn't so bad. I should have been more loyal to them. Since they didn't want to pay no money either. And, uh, and when uh, WWE was starting the ECW thing, uh, I chose ECW because they they wanted to pay me more. TNA made me right. lousy often. I know they can't afford a lot, but I was too old not to take the money. I was too old to say, okay, I, I'll be loyal to you for 20 years even if we don't make money. I can't do that. Because, mm -hmm. you know, she, yeah. she had a lot of money. She didn't think most, most of the guys didn't make much. They only made like twenty or 30000 a year, but, but they had to be loyal. I hear you. Know? And it helped right. a lot. Yeah. It helped a lot because they were but they were, they were getting paid garbage. They offered me forty grand a year, and if I, they're gonna give me a thousand a match. If I didn't have forty matches that year, I owed them money. Like if I had thirty-five matches hmm. instead of forty, I'd owe them five grand. They're gonna give me forty grand a year. <laughs> no, that's, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's uh, I made mean, a lot of money. I mean, we were uh, doing my own bookings on the independence than I did anywhere else. Well, really, except for WWE, the year I was there, that you know, I made some good money there. 
But uh, mm -hmm. uh, anywhere out there, maybe bookings on the independence. And I got to do my own Chris, do you have a question that you'd like <clears throat> to ask next? Well, since I haven't, well, it's been a while though, so I'll uh, I'll ask anyway to Sabu though. And uh, Sabu, um, I know you're retired. Well, I don't know for sure to me, but and also, um, but here's a question though: If you were in your prime right now, and I know you, I know you're not a big fan of AEW, but but if you were in your prime right now in AEW and you were in a, let's say, an unsanctioned lights out match, who would you go against in AEW right now in your prime? Uh, uh, I don't know. Probably like, uh, uh, I, I don't know. To have a good match with Big Angle, to have a Big Angle, I'd probably say Jericho. To have a good match, I'd probably say, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Adam. Adam I forgot Evans Borg's real name. I forgot, but Evans Borg, I like him. That'd be dope. Sabu mm. versus Jericho. Come on now. Oh, and, and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Doing commentary. Snoop Dogg yeah. and Flash. Yeah. That was terrible. <laughs> he almost broke his leg out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, technically, he probably got a million dollars in that spot. So technically, it would if you were in your prime right now, it should be well. If it was a fantasy, it would be Sabu versus Chris Jericho, unsanctioned lights out match, and and if you if you were in your prime right now, so technically, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh. Uh. But if uh, I Bill, do you have a question that you'd like to ask? Yeah, like I know you were, you were talking about AEW, and then obviously AEW's out there. You had your recent run uh, in Impact not that long ago. You just showed up at GCW not long ago. You, you were at a lot of promotions during big times, obviously ECW, when it became huge, uh, you went back to the ECW brand under the WWF. Mm -hmm. uh, you were in WCW, New Japan, you, you all around the world. Where, where do you think wrestling is today? Like independent, the big promotions. Do you think it's on par where it was years ago when you were making like in those mid 90s, late 90s? And obviously it blew up around the Attitude Era. Uh, do you think it can get there? Do you think it's not what it was? What are your thoughts on the current wrestling landscape? Hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it'll probably be there again. You know, of course, people, it'll catch on, I guess. And, and the, the new guys won't be new guys that, after a while. They'll be uh, familiar guys. You know? Everybody who, who gets criticized for being too green right now, you know, eventually people get over it that they're good enough in this. In the landscape now, uh, you know, I, I don't watch it that much. So a lot of guys, I don't know their names. I, I just see them not being told what not to do. Well, you know, you, you shouldn't do, you know, five dives in one match and, and then another match do the same thing. It's kind of crazy. They should communicate between matches and find out what you, each guy's doing so they don't overlap each other. So pretty much, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, you know, every, every – oh, oh, every, Old generation so criticizes the new generation. One of those guys, but it's hard not to. So. 
Oh no, so exactly. you, you want to pass on that knowledge. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Every generation criticizes the one that comes after them. They all do, you know. But it's uh, like, I, I don't right. want to. It's, like, it's like a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And eventually, those guys will have my respect, the guys who I don't know now, which I'll know five years from now. I'll, I'll say, oh, you, know, you guys are good or, or not good, you know. Yeah, right. I just I think AEW's got too many old faces and too many new faces. <laughs> they need medium faces. You know what? I can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. Memory lane, too much of a new era. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's go to the comments and see. Uh, we got a few questions for Sally. we Blanchard, and it was the first I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? What's that? Go to the comments. See uh, what the fans yeah. want to say. Yeah, Connor got froze up though in a second. It always happens a little bit sometimes. He'll be he'll be he'll be doing another screen though in just a second. Well, in the meantime, uh, I'll ask what the uh, comments are saying. Oh, now he's back. Uh, shows. Oh, okay. Connor, you can uh, you can read the comments now. Uh. Sebu, how was your relation with the original Sheik, Ed Farhat? Uh, it was great. He, he's my uncle. He's my mother's brother. And uh, he was, uh, you know, he's better to me than my dad was. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he was good. Very good. Very good man. Very nice man. Uh, time to get the same question. Uh Courtney uh, says, hello, Sabu. <laughs> hello. Uh, I, I have a quick question, if you don't mind. It, it's just a quick question. But, uh, I was just wondering, like, what, what is the most uh, painful bump of your career? What was, uh, what was uh, one that you really regret taking? Uh, good question. Involuntary bump was the one I took out my head with Chris Benoit. Voluntary bump is uh, I did a, a chair top rope. Uh, I mean, uh, a chair in the corner and cut my arm in the corner of the barbed wire match. That one was, uh, I regret it. Because yeah, that was, I remember that. Yeah, that got out of hand. But the one that was most painful was the one involuntary, where I didn't volunteer to take the ball, but I took it. And I know I had that one was the worst ball was against, against them. But the bump I volunteered for was the one in the corner, and then that kind of turned awry. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Is this good enough? Uh, well, uh, my next question is: uh, I know, I know, you want to get John Cena a couple times in WWE mid two thousand six. What was it like wrestling John Cena? It was okay. I liked wrestling. He was pretty good. Uh, he's a cool guy and uh, very respectful. And uh, I thought we had good matches, pretty good matches. I, I got bad reviews on him before I wrestled him, saying that he's a crowbar and he's so heavy and that, uh, you know, he's clumsy and shit like that. And he wasn't. He was a, a little bit heavier than I'm used to, but but still no, nothing to bitch about. No, he's good. He deserves everything he gets. Well, let's see. I'm not even a John Cena fan, but I'm a, I'm a fan of wrestling him, I'm not a fan of watching him work. I, I, I fall asleep watching him work. But if I had to wrestle him, I wouldn't mind it. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. 
That's totally Indeed. fair. Well, anyway, um, well, I got something to say though to uh, Sabu though, not not a not in a wrestling or shoot way, but I do want to let you know, some Sabu. Do you remember um, when you were in Nashville two years ago in October? Um, championship wrestling. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. In case you don't know, though, I'm the guy who was supposed to introduce you and uh, Alex Ocean, your opponent, in a hardcore match at Halloween Hardcore Heaven. But let me explain. The reason why is because uh, a friend of mine, well, uh, one, of, well, you know, a friend of mine got contacted by COVID, and I didn't want to take the risk going to Nashville with him getting contact. So I had no choice but to, to me, bailed out. So. I was supposed well, to I'm, I'm you. glad you did that. Uh, I'm glad you did that. You should there's no one there wearing a mask and everybody right, right. good thing you didn't go, you might spread it. You got that right. But still but still um but still um Sabu, um I always wanted to do this, so I'll just but I was supposed to do it in hardcore heaven, so I'll say it anyway. From Bombay, Michigan. He is the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal, and ECW original. He is Sabu. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Let's uh, I, I have a question, real quick. Uh, I'm I'll be right like, back. Like I love right. wrestling and everything, but I feel like uh, it's very it's, it feels like it's a field that's very difficult to break into. What is some advice that you would have for like someone who wants to start wrestling? Like, what's something you think that not many, uh, not many modern wrestlers do that you think they should? Uh, well, there's no if there's a territory, you go in territory, you volunteer to set the ring up and stuff like that. And then eventually, they teach you how to wrestle. They like you. But now you could just go to Orlando or wherever the the performance center is and uh, fill out an application, which is you know crazy, but you can do it. Or you could pay you know someone online to teach you uh, online. I guess I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's hard to get into it now. You could take it. You could do your own TV show and not ever be in the business, but take it. Yeah. Uh... Like. Even though my uncle was a sheik, I still had to pay my dues. Even though he could have gave it to me, I still had to earn it. And even though I, yeah. even if he was going to get me, I still wanted to earn it. But but he made me earn it. He made me set the ring up and tear it down for seven months and not train in it, not do nothing in it. Just set it up and tear it down for seven months. The person not to wrestle, to learn how to wrestle from him. He didn't teach me how to wrestle for seven months. He made me just do what he said without question, and I did. I didn't say, why can't I use the ring? Or why do I got to tear it down? Why do I, gotta... I never said why. I just did it. I thought to myself why, but I never said to him why. Okay, so a lot of like uh, a lot of paying your dues and everything got to establish that kind of credibility. My dues, it was. Uh, I got the. I had to pay my dues to learn how to wrestle. Then after learning how to wrestle, I had to pay my dues to get ahead. You know, to get in the ring. Well, I still pay my dues. Yeah. Well. Uh, Let's see. Uh, that it? Uh, what's the time? Yeah, uh, like it was very great having you on. Uh, 
did uh, like everyone uh, get to answer uh, uh, that they wanted to ask? I I got all my answers. Mm-hmm. I got mine. <laughs> if there's well, anyone out there that wants to ask any questions, viewers, go ahead. Yeah, so say anytime uh, an arena goes dark, I always expect to see Sabu still. <laughs> when we did it in GCW last week, or whenever it was, I wanted them to say, it's Sting, it's Sting. You know, to throw them off, and then uh, <laughs> I think that's a bigger pop. And we said it was Sting, and then children. And that was me. I think it would have been a bigger pop. <laughs> <laughs> you're a living legend, man. You really are. You're, you're a living legend. Yeah. yeah well, definitely. anyway, yeah. Well, I got something else to to say, but uh, it's not for Sabu. But I mean, first one question, uh, Nick Holiday. What is your thoughts on Justin Credible? Oh, question. Back in the not day, bad. Is back in the day he was very good, very good worker. Now, you know, he's not so much of a good worker. <laughs> I like Justin. He's been the guy. Just, you know, he's been having some bad luck lately. We all do. Yeah. Uh, he was actually like to be on, Yeah, he was actually supposed to uh, come on this podcast, but uh, I don't want to throw any shade at anyone or anything. But uh, he basically no showed us and no. took our money. But uh, oh, right. he kind of ripped them off. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, other than that, he's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, trying him, man. I'll send something to him if I want to talk to him. You know, I'll send him a message and say, "Hey, get a hold of you guys," and uh. uh Keep trying him. I'm sure he'll do it. It's only an interview, right? Well, I mean, uh, Sabu but, versus the Blood Hunter. Would you consider that a top ten match of your he, career? He he, um, he 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 did some messed up stuff. So I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at the fifth. <laughs> Where did you hear that from? <laughs> Blood Hunter. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah. It was one of my top ten matches. No, <laughs> <laughs> ain't for yeah, me. I know that. It ain't for me either. <laughs> well, anyway, um, well, anyway, um, I do have a a Sabu. Um, I don't know if you want me to talk to you about this, but it ain't nothing personal. It's just a. But oh. if you know, but. It, but if you don't, but if you don't want to answer, that's fine with me. But um, I know you told us not to. I don't know if you said it. I don't know. I couldn't hear you, so I'll just say it anyway. Um, look, um, I would like to say um, I do very, very sorry about you know the loss of a super genie. Thank you. And uh, I mean, I know. I mean, um. I, I just I'm just I'm just really sad myself. I was in I, I mean no offense, but when I heard the news, um, I was like, I can't say it. I can't say it. So I don't want to get you uncomfortable. So there you have it. Oh, Connor's out again. Now, now I have a question to ask. Now during the. WWE, ECW, or the ECW, WWE invasion. I mean, as far as the whole thing, 
Yeah, how much of that they, did you know about? Uh, nothing other than, you know, the day before Paul told us about it, and we had a meeting with Vince, and then uh, the, the, the details, I didn't know hardly anything other than uh, roughly what I, what I was going to do. Hmm. That makes and sense. Back then, back then, they didn't have everything planned out like they do now. Where everything is scripted and every everything on every movement is called ahead of time. And back then it wasn't right. like that. It was mostly a uh, reaction on your feet, not not uh, reading the script. Yeah. Oh, so uh, you, had, you had to go. You had to go right by the script back then. Is that uh, the way it is? That's how it is now. Got to write the script. Back oh then, right. Like okay. That. Okay. I get you. Yeah, they had a basic outline of what they wanted, and then you fill in the blanks your way, and then um, bullet points. Trust that. Now, now they don't trust Yeah, now, now, now uh, everything is scripted. Not, not bullet points. Everything is, everything is written down. Everything, every movement. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, That's the kind of Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I seen Nick Holiday. Uh, do you know who Outback Jack is, the wrestler? Yeah. Well, uh, who was Outback Jack? <laughs> he was the guy from Australia. Yeah, he's a guy from Australia. Uh, Eighties. Uh, yeah, this guy. Yeah. True. Yeah. No, that's Don. Both on Don Cat. Oh, you, you <laughs> found the picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, and right back check. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to like uh, playing his theme song. I did not right? see that coming. <laughs> uh, what was he saying? I forgot how it goes. It was kind of retarded. Man, I feel old right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it was a pleasure of having you on, Sabu. Uh, I, I feel like that we all had a um, all got to ask uh, a lot of questions. Uh, did anyone want to? I just did. I uh, like anyone. I want to uh, uh, like ask any questions or or any last minute questions or anything. I'm all good. Yeah. Uh, you well, ask any questions at all? I'm good. We got the same comment. Uh, Hmm. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Connor first. <laughs> well, honestly, I gotta say, Sabu, thank you for taking time to speak to us and uh, let us in on some history. Right on, man. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. It's, Sabu. So cool. it's, it's an honor to talk to you. Yeah, it's an honor too, though, Mister Sabu. I just hope we. I just hope I get to see you another time in another place down the road. Uh, I'm not officially retired yet. I still got a ceremony to do, so hopefully I get paid for it, and you'll see me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I will. Like it was a pleasure of having you on, Sabu. Uh, we look forward to having. Well, that was it, I guess. <laughs>
Sorry, Connor, yeah. you were froze up for a second. Yeah, my okay, so connecting. So now what? Should we just uh wait? Or you know what? We... That was awesome. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah, I finally got my question. Yeah, that was the best. Uh, uh Aiden, just so you know though, right before you came on the air, uh, I already asked Sabu uh, about December to dismember, remember? Oh, yeah. that's my bad. Sorry, I, I was uh, I was getting food at the dining hall, and it was pretty packed. I understand. Oh well. But anyway, um, well anyway, uh, what do we do now, Connor? Should we? Oh, oh, Sabu's still here. Well, I, I I I heard you say something as I was hanging up, so I apologize. But what was you saying? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, look, I was just gonna. We were just there, talking like, about you, yeah, man. We were just talking about how much how. how Happy we are to see for you to be here, and that's that's all we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, get like there's a pleasure of having you on here, and we look forward to having you on here sometime in the future. Uh, but uh, thank right you so much for coming on here. Hey, thanks, Please uh, check in. Come back. Right on, man. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Well, well uh, uh, that was so cool. <laughs> Indeed, yeah, I'm talking to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what do we do now? Should we just uh, go off air for a few minutes, then get back live for AEW reaction? Uh, we're we're just gonna do it in the same live stream. Uh, put it all together. Well, in that case, better go ahead and switch to my TV. Hold on <laughs> a sec. I I will take a bathroom break, so just know I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we do have some uh, time to kill, we can discuss that. Was, uh, that was great. That was so cool. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. Oh, bogged up again. Hold on. Let me see if I can. Ah, uh... oh, here we go. Here we go. That yeah, was really one cool. of the most intense interviews. Well, technically, that. Well, technically, to me, we ever done. I mean, I didn't want. I mean, you know, oh, Connor's froze up again. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm about to smoke a cigarette, so if you're not cool with that, then um, what was I gonna say? If we have some time to kill before the show actually starts, we could uh, discuss some of the recent like wrestling news. Uh, Shane McMahon. Being now, the, yes, I was gonna talk about Shane McMahon being fired. Now, yeah, what do you guys think of that? It's 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 a power move, I think. I thought it was pretty crazy. Actually, he was like, All right, because he's not Shaman Man is not out of money. We know that. He no. he took the spot. He took the spot of fucking people that should have been there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Connor. That was my that was that was my, now that was my complaint watching the Royal Rumble. And I did watch it. Mm-hmm. My only complaint was Shaman Man was in there. Uh Bill, do you have anything? And about? Brock winning in. I mean yeah, it's, it's surprising. Uh Listen, 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 listen. Now, the whole thing was... Okay, you know, you have a point, but at the same time, listen, you have to understand where the business is going. Yeah. It's evolving. We're getting older, and the business is getting younger. Well, um... So, no matter what what the, the us old folks say... They're gonna stick to what they believe, but that's the scheme of things. That's the way you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, I just thought, like, 
I thought Shane would have had a secured spot considering like he's Vince's son, you know, but I thought it was either going to uh, Triple H or Shane, like the, the keys to the company. Like but, I said, does Shane does Shane really need that fucking job? <laughs> well, I just he got like, fired. You know, he got fired as a wrestler. True. Think about that. He got fired as a wrestler. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Well, uh, Bill, it's very great to have you on here. Uh, I know you're the home of the TNI Total Nost of Impact podcast, but it's very great. It's very uh, great to have you on the uh, All Elite Zone podcast. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for the invite. Well, nice now, uh, and we will definitely have the the, uh, the TNI Total Nostalgia Impact link in the in the, in the uh, description below. If awesome Impact. Oh my, lost your buddy. Yeah, yeah, and who knows when? Uh, hasn't been much recently, but uh, when they're doing some of the crossovers that we've seen in the past, uh, you get more a little more AEW talk there and. With the talent going back and forth among promotions, you never know. Uh, you got well, you got a lot of like I'm guy yeah. went Ethan Page with one of the former Impact guys. I thought about Brian uh, Cage for a second, but I'm like I don't know if we'll see him tonight. We don't see him too much these days. I do hope we see right. him more. Yeah. I think he is very talented. Yeah, dang, yeah, damn, damn right. Well, anyway, uh, well, anyway, I know I know it's almost that time, but let me introduce myself to Bill. Bill, my name is uh, Chris Downs, or as I like to call myself, the autism elite of all elite wrestling, unofficially, of course. And I'm the guy who introduced Billy Gunn, not once, but twice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great to have you on here, even though we haven't officially met in person. And by the way, you, you look, are you from the UK? Because I see British boot camp. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, uh, that, that's uh, the, usually the background I go with. Uh, it's, it's the most standard of, of, a, of a wrestling backdrop. Because yeah. uh, uh, I, I, I put around with like some ring skirts and stuff, but they, they kind of don't look right. So uh, this, this is from the old, the first season of the British boot camp years ago at TNA. Uh, but no, not from the UK. Yeah. I'm outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's why I saw Sabu because uh, I went to Eastern Championship Wrestling with my dad. Uh, so mm-hmm. I was there when they first started. Well, anyway, well, it's glad to have you on here since you're the uh, one of the uh, what should I say, the hosts or the podcasters of TNI? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bun- bunch of co-hosts, but yeah, that's so. Yeah, we're always talking Impact, and obviously, there's. Over last year, there was obviously a lot with AEW going on. Obviously, Kenny Omega as a champion of both brands. Well, of course. I mean, well, like... Ugh. Well, anyway... I, uh, I don't before, even before, want to talk about that. <laughs> well, anyway, who's got who's got All Elite Wrestling Dynamite on? Because I really want to do this introduction again. Anyone got theirs um, on? I have it on. Oh, uh, yeah. You, you, want, you, you want to do an introduction? Well... Since well, since we're still live, and TNA, I mean, jeez, oh, uh, AEW Dynamite's on, so I'll do it anyway. Live, it's pal. Wednesday night, and you know what that means. And it's officially six more weeks of winter because oh. it's Groundhog's Day. Damn you, Puxatani Phil. <laughs> I know Connor's not on here, but but I all but but this is my. You don't keep the party going. So. So I just went in anyway. So what do you got? What's going on now? We got Moxley coming out, mm-hmm. and we got I'm oh, Moxley coming out right now. Are you serious? Okay. 
a little wild yep, thing in and, the background. And we got and we got some company, but I ain't gonna say who. But we got come. Oh, oh, no, just yeah, I'm glad that uh, that Mox saw is a match for tonight. Even though obviously uh, Brian Kendrick is no longer gonna be wrestling tonight. Yeah, I, I I just saw all that as I jumped on with you guys because I had only got it home from work a couple minutes before I jumped on. So as That's soon as I got crazy. on, I saw all this all this information to the side, and I'm like, oh, what what, what happened here? <laughs> mm -hmm. Man, or I was like, they call sorry, no, you, you good, Chris? Or as they call it, well, I don't know if it's not official, but card subject to change. Mm -hmm. Always is. <laughs> it was uh, like I remember like seeing that, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm really excited for this match." And then I see like, "Oh, what he's saying." I'm like, "Oh man," and then obviously it gets canceled. I'm glad that we'll and get to see maybe that uh, OC and Moxley rivalry rekindled, like what we were going to see in the uh, the Eliminator tournament. Mm -hmm. So I bet that's where this. Connor, is welcome start back. Again. You just missed the introduction again. But but you're good. You're good. All right, Mox is ready to beat somebody up. Oh, yeah, this feels like feels, it. There's a look at that house just sitting there, they're chilling like, what, what, what? I'm yeah, just his, sitting uh, over here trying to enjoy the match. <laughs> didn't uh, he just recently dropped a new shirt, and I believe it was doing very well sales wise. Yeah, he's not doing anything, all he's gonna do is just stand there. That's genius. I think, I think Danhausen. I think his uh, his contract is going to pay for itself with how much merch he, uh, merch he moves. So yeah, yeah. As long as they're getting that piece, right? Card, right? Like because he still has his pro wrestling tees. I think so. But I'm sure we'll go to AEW soon. Most of his merch. I yeah. wonder. I wonder when Danhausen's first match is going to be when he's 100. percent No, this uh, some stuff from over the pond against one of the Gun Club. That's my take. But the question is, who is it going to be? Colton. Or Austin first. I I bet Colton because Colton doesn't feel as protected as Billy Gunn or Austin. So and Colton is the oh, uh well the leapfrog. <laughs> the drop kick. Well, since Connor is not gonna be on for, for a few more minutes, I guess I'm the uh let's say the No, we're a, we are gonna do this together. Nobody's a leader. We're gonna do this together. Don't try I'm to do sorry. that. All right, all right, all right, fine, fine. You want me to stay quiet? I will. No, you're trying I to know. spoil everything. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil, but all right. I do I hope mean, we get to see more of Wheeler, Utah, because he's really good. Uh, him and Daniel Garcia had a really good match on the Indies. <laughs> it went to a, I believe it went to a time on the draw. It was very good. I hope we get to see that kind of Wheeler. Utah. I was at that match. Oh, really? Yeah, really? That was the IWTV 100 match that went to yeah. that draw again. Really? Uh, oh man, that that was. Yeah, that was in New Jersey. It was very hot that day. <laughs> very hot in that building. Yeah, it looked like it was kind of like sweltering in there. <laughs> yeah, now no way you see in that building. <laughs> that's oh, oh yeah. that's really cool that you were there. Really? Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I haven't been able to go to much uh, in person wrestling. I'm going to the show this weekend, but um, I just haven't been able to get to much. That's so cool that you got to see it though. Yeah, no. Yeah. Luckily, in this area, there's there's a good amount of shows: New Jersey, PA, New York. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm like, a, well, currently I'm uh, in college or I'm on campus, so I'm in like yeah, central you. Illinois. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we so like, I'm in you. central Illinois right now. So if I want to, and normally I, I live in like the Chicagoland area, but I'm only really okay. able to go to shows that are whenever I'm home, so half the time. With a lot of shows. Yeah, we can hear you. Uh -huh. Yeah, we can hear I, you. I recently went to a, an AAW show 
main event was Ruby Soho and Josh Alexander. That yeah, was AW, oh, one of the really? on uh, TNI yeah. Trent. He's the producer there. That oh, sounds really? so good, <laughs> man. Indeed. Yeah, I'm going. To, I'm also probably going to. There, there's an AAW show on Friday, and I'll, I'm probably going to end up going to that one. So, nice. Yeah. Well, well, me and Connor are going to head straight to Nashville in a couple of weeks. Oh, what's going on there? AEW, remember? They're coming oh. to Nashville. Okay. We'll be on the show. This bang, time is in Chicago, and it sucks that I wasn't able to go. Because it was snowing? Well, uh, I normally have class <laughs> at 7, so uh, it was canceled because of the snow, though. Ouch! Snow isn't terrible. It's coming down. It's coming down here too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Stay safe out there. Yeah, me too. I mean, well, to me. Well, sorry. Go ahead. No, I I was. I was gonna say something off topic. You're all good. Well, technically, um, let me see. Well, me and the natural (laughs) ship. Yeah. I do yeah. hope that uh, Eddie Kingston uh, comes back soon. He was oh, injured, so I, I want to see him and Mox work together again. Oh, nice drop kick! Oh, back rakes! Oh, <laughs> indeed. I do hope we get to see heel uh, Wheeler Yuta. Like at uh, oh. at his match against Daniel Garcia, like the whole crowd was against him. That was really yeah. cool to see. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because Gar because uh, Yuta's actually a Philly guy. It's because so, so it's kind of funny. Oh it really? Yeah. Turned up the local yeah. guy. <laughs> True fact. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, oh, look Garcia's at that spot. That was I'm dope. very excited for uh, him look to be utilized more. Oh yeah! Congrats to. Uh, Daniel Garcia, he won the Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah, I saw that. It seems like he's going to be a. This is going to be his year, I think. Yeah, with, that, that's uh, a big springboard to mm-hmm. uh, a lot of accolades. True. Yeah, here's a. Uh, Look at you see Dennis. <laughs> I love Danielson. You see that? He's not there, well, but he's there. But he's not. Well. Well, anyway, uh, Jacobs, Aiden, I, I know you, uh, Bill, I know you weren't involved, but did y'all see my, uh, see my mean greet with uh, Blues Clues, Steve Burns? No, I haven't gotten to. Mm-hmm. What, what about you, Mister Jacobs? I saw it. Pretty cool. Yeah, I know it's like two minutes and all that. I know. You, I was so nervous. Whoa! Look at this. Let's talk about this right now. <laughs> oh, he, he just—did he, he just—did he just count? Uh, he did, he just counted it. He counted mm-hmm. the paradigm shift. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. And it's going on the top that, rope. I do hope Wheeler Yuta gets signed soon. I really enjoy his work. Him. Daniel Garcia and Leah Moriarty are some of my favorites to watch in AEW. Like, after yes. recently, you know, it feels like they're the generation after the pillars. Like, uh, I call it the generation of prodigies. I know a lot of people call it the killers. You know so what? That's pillars. not bad. I like that name. I feel like the guys like uh, Yuta, Garcia, Moriarty, Hook, 
uh, a go-go to, yeah. I really like a go-go actually. I think Anthony his character worked out really well. Yeah. And I think those could probably, like those could be big players after the pillars rise and everything. And the best part is, the best part about it is that they have story, they have a story in America and in Japan, so they can do whatever. Now, if you don't see, if you don't see New Japan and what you're watching, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. <laughs> this is on, this is pretty much New Japan in America. New Japan recently announced a show in Chicago, and I'm planning on going to that. So that's really exciting. Uh, oh, you heard? Windy City Riot. That'll be fun. Oh, you heard about that? Yep. Probably going to that. I already have it marked in my calendar and everything. Yeah. I'm oh, so excited yeah. to get ready for Nashville. I've been dying to see this event for probably two months now since Connor fired the first shot. In expression, <laughs> he saw it first. Hmm. Yeah, I think it was announced around the time Impact was down there because I remember people talking about it, but then I I I always there's so many shows, I always forget when they're coming up until like it's real close. Uh but I remember when it was announced, but it time flies. They all come quick, these shows. Mm -hmm. Right. Plus, exactly. plus I've been dying to see AEW for two years now, since due to the pandemic and all that. And I'll say pandemic and the COVID's a bunch of BS and all that. <laughs> I can't stand it. I I mean I can't go to wrestling events. I can't do I can't go any events. And now since the vaccine's been well, I don't know if they're working or not. Technically some people do, and some people are. I am really excited to see AEW in Nashville for the second time. Well, their second time and my first time to Nashville. Oh, we got a Danielson and Moxley. Here we go. Oh, we got exciting. a face off. Hell yeah. This is what everyone wants to see, but uh, we're gonna, they're going to tease you, and then they're going to give it to you. I don't know. If, if they do this can you guys at Revolution... Now? Yeah, yep. we can hear you. Good. If yeah, they do hear Mox versus Danielson at Revolution, who do you guys uh, think wins? Uh, oh, okay, I'm going to be real and tell you that to me, I think that Bryce, Bryce you know, I think that Bryce is a win, but I mean... Everybody wants to see Mox win. But we all know. Uh, I mean, like come on. Like Danielson's the heel in this? Yeah, it seems like it. Yes, Daniel's the heel. Daniel's totally heel. Know, you didn't yeah. see that before? He's been a heel the whole time. Oh, you didn't get been. that? <laughs> the crowd's not treating him like a heel. They're booking him like a heel, though. No, uh, no, no. Well, yeah, true. But the, the crowd treat him like he's, a, like he's awesome. But he's really yeah, he needs to be booked like a heel per se, you know. I feel like he could just be he doesn't need that. Dude is, his whole gimmick is hey, I want to wrestle, and whether that means he acts like a jerk or doesn't, I think it just works, you know. I'm enjoying, I'm loving right. everything he's doing right now. So, him against Kenny so was great, him against Hangman was great, right? I but for so, who so his gimmick main... is his gimmick is that he's a he's a near gimmick, he just goes in there and does it. Did someone see the sign that says "Free Ali" front row? Which is more oh, that's, that's real as hell. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, <laughs> for who wins, it feels weird because Moxley just came back, and it feels like he should have a win to establish like that momentum. But at the same time, like Danielson hasn't really like taken a feud yet. He had to, he drew with Kenny. He lost to Hangman. It feels like he kind of needs a win. Indeed. Oh, look, I just wanted to say, uh, sorry, everyone. I kept on coming in and coming out, coming in. Uh, you can't do that. The, like, the like, internet is here and, and the weather and stuff is just really 
coming in, coming out. I had to reboot my internet, restart my computer. Uh, but hopefully now I'm set to be on yeah. now. Sounds like smooth sailing right now, so hopefully. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. It's uh, all that's good. good. Yeah, the weather was kind of getting Bless bad. Bless you. This is good to show going on. Uh, well. Hello, Brenda. Hey. Hey, Brenda. Uh, uh, Chris, why do you say at the car? I, think. Uh, I don't know what you're... I don't oh. know what she's talking about. Oh, shoot. I'm, I'm, I am... That's me. Uh, John and Brian are going to team up. Uh, I don't know if they're going to team up, are they? Uh, have they announced a tag match between them, with them two? Uh, I think he's. they're calling out uh, Jungle <laughs> Boy and Luchasaurus. Well, we don't... Well, I'm not what. Well... I'm watching it, but I'm not hearing it because I'm hearing you guys. Plus, I got my earphones on. And I don't want to spoil anything since I'm ahead. Uh, like, who won the first match? Uh, was it? Uh, who it was John Moxley. Moxley? Yeah, Moxley. Over Will or Utah. Moxley got it. Oh, Will or Utah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Never yeah. mind. I know Tony Khan tweeted that tweet with <laughs> Brian, Brian Kendrick. Uh, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Now, this is a. Now, this is the promo that I don't mind watching, actually. Well, anyway, well, anyway, um, this is not a big announcement, but my cousin had my cousin's well, technically my cousin's baby is now officially born, though. Her name is Presley Grace Bennett. Congratulations to my cousins who are now officially parents with a six pound, six ounce, 20 inches long Presley Grace Bennett, or as I call her. From Memphis Wrestling, PG-13. Hmm. <laughs> nice. That's nice that they were... Uh, that you... All right. Congratulations. Congratulations. So, yes. But just so everyone would know, she was born yesterday, and I want to make the announcement today. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, um, I wish I could show you the... I wish I could show you her first baby photo, but technically, I can't do that. Uh, so we just right. had uh, Moxley's match. Yeah. Uh, Oh, what else we got tonight? We got the man, the, CM Punk, and the, the They're in the middle of a promo right now. Yeah, what else is happening? I can't really remember much. I think it's CM, CM Punk. So right, now it's, it, right now it's Mox and, and, and Danielson in the ring talking shit. <laughs> well, we got Ruby Soho and Nyla Rose. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's uh, then they announced what, Punk and MJF? Yeah. Doing something tonight. Oh, there's also the uh, Kings of the Black Throne versus uh, Death Triangle and then Ruby Soho versus Nyla. That's what I just said yeah. twice. Oh, sorry. I think no, a Brandy you're, good, Rhodes, you're good. Is a Brandy Rhodes wrestling tonight? Because I've seen them have a thing on the bottom with Brandy Rhodes or something. I, I think. I don't know. That was that was probably on Dark Elevation. Well, no, I've seen, uh, I've seen, I've seen tonight that they had something on the bottom come across and it said Brandy Rice right. huh. in action tonight or something. He, he his hand. I haven't seen it then. Would you shake his hand? Uh, CM Punk and MJF is going to be an awesome fight tonight. Awesome Part of me tonight. is confident yeah, that uh, we're getting that match tonight. Part of me, like, yeah, yeah, you know, after what I happened don't think last time, yeah, yeah, I think they should probably save that for pay per view. Yeah, it feels strange that they're. I agree. Putting... That's a pay per view match. Yeah. 
Well, it also feels like they haven't really released like an official graphic for it yet. They haven't sp- like explicitly said CM Punk versus MJF. They've only said like CM Punk and MJF. I didn't see the actual verses, but now as I was looking it up, I saw I'm just seeing who tweeted the verses. There's like a graphic with verses, uh-huh. but I'm seeing that that's actually from the company. Oh, okay then. Yeah. If it is, then I then I feel like it might be, but I haven't seen one that said that. Like, I didn't either. They were very loose with how they worded it the whole time, so I was yeah. with you on. That. Yeah. So technically, uh, so account, like which yeah. I guess is the old TNT account, put a CM Punk versus MJF first time ever. Okay, then. Once again, that's not company. That's TV doing it. So okay, so that's TBS. Maybe then. Yeah. 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 Um, but some part of me feels, uh, just some of you guys, that we're not getting that match tonight. Uh, MJF's gonna call sick, say he got injured. <laughs> Not show up, or something's gonna happen. Yeah, you I get entrances, and then before that makes know, sense, someone causes problems. Yeah, like, yeah, I, really I can't do this. MJF's <laughs> gonna to MJF. Uh, oh, Maxwell Jacob Freeman's in the house. Can't wait to get hands on Punk tonight. All right, <laughs> you're probably gonna bail out. What does he have to say? J Freeman. <laughs> I know you're gonna bail out. I'm very excited to see Ruby Soho in action. She's probably like she's one of my favorites in AEW's women's division. I do hope they utilize her more. I agree. Yeah, uh, she is so underrated. I, I mean, showing, the re- oh. I don't. Uh, I was I was gonna say uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but I've seen on social media that she's had frustrations over AEW's booking with uh, her just being brought in to put put over Britt Baker and Jade Cargill. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but mm-hmm. uh, I have, I saw that, but I haven't been able to find a source for it. I've just been yeah, it just gives her more room to get it. Just it just gives her more room to take the belt from Britt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm. uh, I still do believe that Thunder Rose is going to be the one to take the belt from Britt. Since yeah, since Britt Baker did say no, her, yeah, that is not an official match. You know that match was not. Then yeah, Thunder Rose that. versus Ruby Soho. That would be a great match right there for the bill. Uh, Warrior Wrestling here in Chicago on the 12th, they're doing uh, Thunder Rosa versus Athena, so I'm very excited for that. I'll probably be going to that. That's going to be that such sounds a good dope. Match. I'm so excited. That sounds pretty dope. What, she's official, what, today, yesterday, tomorrow? I think it's today, yeah. Where the, the, that crop of releases are now free to sign right. somewhere. Let, TV, yeah, the 90 days thing. Yeah. Me and yeah. him, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I, do you think we see a debut tonight? Oh my god! I already oh. said it. I said that a long time ago. You know, you already know who I want to see. Uh, well, I we'll see the word because it's in yeah. Chicago, and Chicago is like a big wrestling crowd. But it doesn't feel like this dynamite doesn't like feel like it. It doesn't. They were kind of teasing, like they were they, they were teasing debut, but then it seemed like that was Brian Kendrick. Yeah. Uh, so you feel if there was a surprise, maybe they would have thrown it. At Mo- but if it's a bigger surprise, they just don't want to feed it to Moxley. So yeah, right. you can't really debut. Right. Right. You with the red hair and throw in, uh, Kendrick in there at first. Uh, Nick Holiday says, "Bill, you are very familiar. I think I see you on Impact every week." <laughs> yeah, that, that would likely be correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you guys don't know, uh, I, like I've seen Bill in uh, Nashville for the Impact tapings in last uh, summer. Um, I've seen Bill probably since it's been years. I've seen you at the Impact shows. Uh, 
see you on the shows weekly. Um, We got Brandy Rhodes out. You feel TNA? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, so by Brandy the way, on this, that was correct. <laughs> so, so Bill. Yeah, I uh, got you. I like, know. I know I said, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, like I don't know if I said it or not, but I will leave the link in the description for the TNI podcast and link it in the description. Uh, Bill is from the TNI podcast. Uh, Total Nonstop Impact, uh, so you guys can go check out their podcast as well. Uh, but then again, uh, Bill, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I've always wanted to be uh, have you on here at some point. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. I know we almost did it the other day, so uh, yeah. just, uh, I was already out and about, so I couldn't get back here. But uh, no, I'm glad I can be on here tonight. And no, it was good meeting you. I know you've joined us in our chat on the podcast before, so I'm yeah. uh, glad to and, and, and honestly, uh, check in more on the AEW. I've, I've probably been to more AEW shows than I've watched on TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, TV wrestling versus live wrestling is very different for me. Yeah. Yeah. So we got uh, Fire Dan Lambert. Thanks for joining in. <laughs> we got Dan Lambert and Brandy Rhodes again. Right? Oh, <laughs> That's what I was looking at. I swear. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everywhere. Did she just say that for real? Yeah, I think she did. And I love TV. I love I love live television. Did she really just say Josh Alexander? I think she did. Wow. I think she meant that was that was good. She's sitting there. She 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 she, oh I get what she's doing. She's not ghetto, but she loves to act ghetto. Well, I did not expect her to say that. Uh, well, she, yeah, well, she can turn that shit on, though. Very interesting name drop right there. Yeah. Exactly. Do you think it's possible right? to see Josh Alexander? That shit was good. Um, it, it's possible. The doors open, do a storyline with it. Um, they, they could. Like, you have the Ring of Honor stuff going on in Impact right now. They could mm. go back to some of the AEW stuff. It, it wouldn't shock me. Wrestling's crazy right now. <laughs> Yeah, mm. uh, I believe his contract expires sometime yeah. this month. Uh, it's all about sure the when, business. but yeah. Uh, but I still want to see him capture the Impact World Championship longer than three minutes. Yeah, that's the end game <laughs> yeah. storyline over there. Is yeah. eventually you'll get it back, but you could do a storyline if you want to make that bound for glory in the fall. You could do something over the summer potentially. Uh, maybe yeah, do something yeah. in it. You know what I think about uh about the Impact World Champion Moose? I think he wants to have that championship so bad he wants to go longer than Bruno San Martino. <laughs> It'll be a long time. And am I gonna? I don't know if anybody's gonna break time. that record. I don't think. I mean, that, you know how long Bruno's ever gonna be broken? Exactly. That's a well, long time. That time for some years. Well, Seven years, actually, plus three years on the second reign, but that doesn't count. Please, uh, well, well, that, that. Man, this crowd is not behind Brandy at all. No, it's... No. <laughs> Feel for right now. 
I'm not even like yeah. I'm not even 100 sure why the like. I'm not mad at Brandy actually. Brandy, you I know? think she's cute as fuck. I really <laughs> in, like Cody. He seems like like he's just a genuinely nice person. You know, he does a lot of charity work. He does a lot, like he seems like a very nice person. But the fans just do not Ooh. resonate with him as a face. But I think he does know what he's doing at this point, right? Like he has to know so, what he's doing, right? Right. I think, but man, he was in 2019. He was such a good baby face. I'll be right back. I gotta take a bathroom break. All the slap. Who's this? Oh, she's got a yeah American Top Team. Yeah. I don't know what her name is, but well, the whole women's roster. Oh wow, is Paige Van Zant debuting? Sorry, I, I apologize if I just spoiled it yeah. for anyone. Yeah, what is good. going on? Yeah, I was only I was like ten seconds behind you. Like you, oh, you I'm... were just finishing it, but I was. It was. That's they were just panning. I'm like, who is that? Oh, there it is. <laughs> So that's pretty close. Get Who's... them all because I'm. Uh, you guys are watching. If you're actually watching on TV, like I'm streaming it through my cable on another yeah. browser. I'm uh yeah. through a very uh, very legal site. <laughs> I don't have uh, I don't have cable <laughs> in the dorm, so. So you have what Hulu Live TV or YouTube TV? Uh no, not not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I was actually wow. going through, I'm I'm thinking of doing a new setup to watch. Like I'm actually gonna put next to my monitor, a, a, like a, a TV size monitor, just to have a cable feed right next to it to get get it more in sync. Yeah, that uh, sounds cool. Nick Holiday. I want to see. I want Josh Alexander to stay with the Impact. He needs to capture that championship. Yes, I agree. Um, I agree. too. Because I really I want him want to beat up Moose. I really don't want to see. <laughs> I don't want to see him leave Impact. Because uh, AEW has got so much talent as it is. I don't know. I don't want them to overload on talent. Then, mm-hmm. I mean, you're gonna have wrestlers want to leave, like, just which, like just like Brian Cage is now. Yeah, uh, it becomes tough. Like, there's only so yeah. much spot. There's only so much TV time, especially like you have. The two-hour show and the one-hour show on Friday, but and yeah. then you obviously you have the YouTube stuff. But for TV, that's only three hours. That's not a lot of time. Yeah, that's yeah. very Speaking little. TV. Of- but at the same time, it's feel like you can't like it feels like you can't pass up on Keith Lee. You know, someone like that. I feel like yeah. it's very difficult to pass up on that. Someone like uh, Malachi Black. You know, I feel like guys like that they deserve to be on TV. On, 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 oh yeah. It, they definitely deserve to be on TV. It's just there's only so much opportunity on TV. So I definitely agree with that. Maybe, yeah. maybe I, I wish there was like another like AEW size promotion out there, but like just there there can only be so like uh, only so many people want to do it, and it's very expensive to start up a new promotion. So. We got. By the way, Connor, did you uh, did you? Yeah. Did you see uh, Championship Wrestling from Memphis with Brian Cage? Versus Joey Janela, yeah. just what you think of that? Since I don't know if you weren't there that time, but what you think of the match? Uh, it was a good match. Uh, I was actually there in person for it. Uh, it was a, it was a good match. 
Well, you are a good supporter to uh, Brian Cage since you met him about a mute dozen times. And by the way, Mr. Jacobs, uh, you need to unmute, though. I see you still mute. Now, yeah, oh, I'm, probably, uh, I'm a huge Brian Cage fan. Uh, I've supported him, when some, I've supported him when, when he was in Lucha Underground to Impact, now to AEW. Uh, and if he goes back to Impact or like wherever he goes, I'm still going to support him. Um, he's just from. He's just probably one of my favorite wrestlers. Period in wrestling. Uh, well, I know people say that he he uh, people say that he's not good on the mic or stuff like that. But uh, like in ring, he wrestles like he's a high flyer. Normal guys like him normally can't do those type of moves. Yeah, he wrestles like a luchador. He's yeah. a big guy. I love watching yeah. him versus John yeah. Silver, where John Silver plays the power. He was in. He was in He was in the. He was uh, Lucha Underground. Yeah, yeah right? uh, Pentagon. Great feud. Yeah, he put on yeah. all good matches. Lucha Underground, Impact. Yeah. yeah. Uh, looks like we got Brody yeah. and Malachi versus oh, Penta sorry. and Pac. Uh, this is Pac's first match of this year, I think. Mm-hmm. It is. Because he is blinded. This match. It looks like he still is. Do you oh, think sorry. In this match, we see another no. member of uh, the Black, the House of Black. Yeah. Uh, I, I just say that because on Instagram, Malachi Black posted uh, a picture with the caption: three will be the whole, the path to justice, uh, or the path to judgment comes when justice disbands." And we saw Pack holding up the tarot card of ju- the justice. Noah has being led. Maybe, but it could all, like I I could totally see Pack joining, but at the same time, I don't think I want Pack to join because I really like Death Triangle. But yeah, three will be the whole. I just don't know what that could mean. I would think. I think I know who might be on there. Uh, maybe Buddy Matthews, or in case you don't know who he is, that's Buddy Murphy. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. Just notice how just notice how Pack's being led down to the ring right now, mm-hmm. and he's still blinded. Right, he's been led. At a, at a, a rest, I know at a, a WrestleCade they had that match Malachi Black versus Buddy Matthews. Yep. Uh, I was there for that event. Um, well, I didn't get oh, to stay really? for the main event, but uh, like like it was overall a very good show. Uh, I didn't get to stay for the whole entire event. Uh, I really wanted to stay for that main event, but it was a long day going from the convention all the way in the morning, all the way at night. Uh, it just uh, I've been I've been to a lot of wrestling conventions like WrestleCon, Access, you know, WrestleCade. Uh, it just wears you down all day, standing in lines and, and doing all that stuff. Yeah, I had not done WrestleCade before, but, but I did get uh, yeah. I did get tickets for the one in November of this year. So I'll be at WrestleCade yeah. this year. Figure I check it out. Yeah. Yeah, like man, this is a very man, good uh, convention. Man, man, look, man. I, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm going to let you guys watch it. <laughs> oh, man. You love Pac it? Be able to see like, yeah, the, uh... yeah. There's a story in the ring right now. <laughs> Pac's got to be able to see in that through that, whatever he's got on, that blindfold. And it looks like. Exactly. Maybe he already knows what's going on. Yeah. Uh, like kimchi in Mortal Kombat. The no no. 
I said it. <laughs> yeah, you can see. <laughs> Wait, what did he? What, what happened? He took it right uh, off. Not... He ain't blind at Sorry. all. He's just. <laughs> I, I'm not going to spoil it, but watch it when you see. You'll know it when you see it. Oh. Told you. All right. Oh, there it is. Oh, that was dope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's some Lucha Libre stuff, man. Oh, that was great. Oh, boy. Uh, Chris Crow, <laughs> if you should buy an MJF tie. If they don't get that, man, I don't know what's going on, folks. Oh, jeez. I think that the, the fight shorts Connor, for, uh, um, for Malachi Black look great. I think fight shorts Connor, are under uh, underappreciated in wrestling attire. Hot take, I Proper guess. Proper tag. <laughs> oh. Uh, like when Punk used to wear shorts, those were awesome. Yeah. You get a drop kick to his balls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of uh, Death Triangle, this is why AEW needs trios titles because they feature a lot of six man tags in AEW uh, Dark, Rampage, yes. Dynamite on all their programming. And if they had trios titles, I could do a lot more of someone like Marco Stunt with the Jurassic Express. Uh, but they got tons of six uh, trios teams. Um, so I feel like trios titles would be much much better if they had trios titles as much as they have trios matches. I think that True. at that point, though, you, you risk having too many championships. You know, there's the TNT <laughs> yeah. title, there's the world title, TBS, women's, and tag team. That's a lot of titles. And yeah. the fewer titles you have, the more, yeah, the more the fewer titles you have, the more special all those titles become. So if you have yeah, right. if you have these uh, tag team titles and you have the trios titles, it almost feels like at one point they're both going to be not as special. Because right now the tag team championship is very special considering AEW's tag team division. If you also By have the, the trios, it feels it takes away from that. Yeah. By the way, are you guys watching the the uh, commercial though? Uh, Right next to picture and picture, the first commercial that just popped up. Uh, oh, just just it for me just now. TBS commercial. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, you know, you know, it's familiar. But, he's but, wearing a. Go ahead, Mister Jake. Up to your first. No, go ahead. Yeah, he's wearing. Yeah, uh, but this... I do agree with you. I, I look, Aiden, uh, because no. it yeah, you were talking about uh, uh, same yeah. sweater. Yeah, <laughs> he's wearing a Steve. He's wearing a Steve sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, uh, like Aiden, uh, I do, I do agree. If you're, uh, I'll stay with about the, the tag titles and the uh, trios titles because if you had trios right. titles on top of tag on top of tag titles, it would get kind of. Uh, I wouldn't want to say confusing, but what's the word? One one would be uh, more meaningful than the other. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then again, you don't want too many titles like the company up north. Uh, you can't keep up, keep a track of all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they have a lot of titles, and obviously New Japan has yeah. a lot of titles. Uh, when they yeah. do one night of Wrestle Kingdom, it was just a card of title matches. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They have the, like, the trios titles. They have tag team titles yeah. they have junior tag titles junior uh and for, and for those that don't know what the kingdom is that's like 
for for those who don't know what Risky Enemy is, it's like it's like Japan's version of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I love the New Japan wrestling, but right now it feels like their product is kind of cold. Now that Okada's champion, right. it, it'll probably be a lot better, but you know, it's no yeah. 2017, uh, 2018. Oh my god! <laughs> but I, but I, Cody okay. Rhodes did make the statement that. He doesn't want too many titles in AEW because uh, if you have too many titles, then none of the titles are oversaturated. And, yeah, uh, like you want every title to mean something in your company. Uh, not like the twenty four seven championship, which is the worst title in wrestling history. <laughs> it's it's familiar that, I, to the hardcore championship back in the Attitude Era. It's a similarity to it, but it's not. You're talking about twenty four seven championship. What are you talking about? Yeah, twenty four seven championship. The worst title in history. Made at WWE, but it's the same as the hardcore title. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean. Our truth is the one that put that whole thing over. To it me. did. If he doesn't have it, I don't care about it. Yeah. But. Our truth. He became the 50 time <laughs> hardcore champ. I mean, 24 7. He, he deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. If you don't believe that, then uh, sorry. <laughs> well, as a uh, TNA guy, you won't uh, have any argument from me. Right. I think Ron. Think about Brian Cage going to Impact Wrestling. Uh, if AEW is not going to use him any or not going to do anything with him, if I was him, I would probably go back to Impact. Um, or wrong killings, whatever what you want to call him. He was the, he's the damn truth. He is true. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Connor. That uh, if AEW isn't going to use Brian Cage, I think that Impact would be a good place for him. I don't envision him going to WWE. You know, he's no. thirty-eight, I believe. He's yeah, not, uh, not at this point with how they're. Handling things. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Impact is... I would love to see him in New Japan. I think he would work well in New Japan. He could. You know. Japan, Mexico. Definitely. Yeah. He's done that before, so... He hasn't really done mm-hmm. Japan, but... Uh, no, I think that th- those are the best spots for him. Mm-hmm. But, like, if, oh, he were, if he were to... Go, if he were to go back oh. to Impact, he could, he could potentially work with Impact and New Japan at the same time. That's, how, uh, That's the great thing about wrestling today. Like, you can go to yeah. a promotion... But still be heavily featured in another promotion. Mm. Yeah, right. Guys uh, like Jim, uh, yeah, stuff like that. You know. uh, I'd like to see Josh Alexander versus Brian Cage. Oh, going for the pin. One, two. That would be a really good match. Oh, that was. I too really wish I don't know Warrior it. Wrestling up here in uh, they it, they were in Indiana, I believe. For it, they did uh, Brian Cage versus Will Osprey, and people said it was really good. So, oh. yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't think that Brian Cage and uh, Josh Alexander, Josh Alexander, ever uh, went against each other before. I uh, can't recall they ever went against each other. Yeah, hmm. maybe it's a multi-man match at best, but I don't definitely don't think one-on-one. At least not an impact. I don't, re- I don't recall that happening. Oh boy, that would be a good not match gonna... for anniversary or Bound for Glory for sure if they. Uh, yes, could re-sign Alexander and oh, get caged. Out of the ring. Oh, it's back in. Oh. The ball sack. Oh. 
Uh, Springboard. Oh boy, here comes another one. <laughs> uh, oh, he's gonna do it. He went right on his head. I really enjoyed it. Oh, picked him up. I swear, every time we every time we dives out that shit, I feel like he's gonna break his neck. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Fans really, uh, uh, the fans really. Here we uh, go. Like into this match. Uh, one yeah, row, very into it. yeah, they're totally into it, man. They're all they're all into it. Like I see the flags yeah. waving. Oh, big counter! Yeah. There's a counter. Oh, super yeah, kick. Uh, especially those guys in the front row. Tag in with the Mexico flag. They're very into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, like at this point, how are you not into it? It's it's a pack. Oh, has, it's, it has pack. It has Malachi Black. It has Penta. It has Brody King. <laughs> Push them over. Great match. Uh, That's a good move. Man, I really hope that, that uh, Kings of the Black. That was legal. Too. That's totally legal. Oh, well, the referee, boom. the referee, well, the referee didn't see it. I hope that was uh, the whole throne. time. We talking about. <laughs> I hope that Kings of the Black Throne take the tag team titles off of uh, Jurassic Express. That's my kind of fantasy booking. I feel like they could uh, they could definitely carry them. But I also – there's just so many teams I want to hold tag team yeah. gold. You know, I want best friends, uh, proud and powerful, FTR all the time. I love FTR. They're my favorite tag team. So there's just so many good tag teams in AEW. And the Gun Club, they're next in line, I'm guessing. I don't envision them getting it soon, so – I know, I know. It's ridiculous and stupid. Well, I, I just think oh. that there's a uh, the There's nothing stupid team. about this. This is a great tag team. Look at them. They're working together. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a great tag Sabu. team. You're such a legend. Yeah, Sabu is... Uh, I thought the interview was very good. Sabu's a great legend. Uh, and told some very funny stories. Yeah. He was so cool. I mean, he was real... And honest about everything, and you know, that's the, that's that's the best. But uh, I think the Gun Club will be getting the next title shot. I don't I don't think they're going to win the tag titles, but I think they're next in line to get a right. tag title shot. They have a shot or an opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but the question is. Yeah. When it might be this Friday, maybe next week, or maybe it might be two weeks from now when we get to Nashville. That would be awesome to me. Yeah. Well, as you said, Connor, let's find out and see when they're next in line or when it's going to take place. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be this Friday because they've already got a lot of matches planned. Uh, they got don't they have Thunder Rosa, Mercedes Martinez? Yeah, oh, man. It looks like uh, we're finally getting that Adam Page, Adam Cole uh, feud because Adam Cole will be facing Evil Uno on Rampage. So uh, who's playing? So who's going to see uh, Jackass Forever uh, this Friday night? I actually saw it last night a sneak preview. How was it? Oh, yeah. really? It was good. Don't yeah. See, did a uh, an early screening, uh, like a one off last night, and then I guess. I guess tomorrow night there'll be an early screening, but then it opens this weekend. But no, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. It was uh, some good stunts in there. Uh, obviously, a lot of the original cast, but some new people. So it, it, it was funny. It was funny. A lot of I got a lot question. Of 
<laughs> I got a question. Did yeah. you see John Knoxville in the Royal Rumble? I did see Johnny Knoxville in the Royal Rumble. Uh, you see, he was asked by AJ Styles. <laughs> I, I thought he did. He threw a nice punch, though. He threw like a Shibata style punch. Why not get your ass kicked by the best in the business? Yeah. He can handle it. He's the new king of strong, strong style. It's insane. And what? <laughs> strong yeah, style. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Where, what, there you go. What about, king what about of this other jackass original? What's his name? Steve-O. Steve-O, yeah. No, Steve-O was good, too. Steve-O. Um, yeah, he was a- Yeah, he, he, like, he, he he brought it. He brought it. He uh, he did some good stunts, too. Like, Knoxville obviously probably steals the show like he always does, but uh, Steve-O was right there with him doing some some crazy – and he's funny. Like, because they're, they're characters. They're characters, and then they're doing this crazy stuff. Of course. So I definitely recommend yeah, it. If, like, if you like the yeah. TV show so, or the movie, Should I pay money the- to see that? It depends. If you like the the previous movies and the TV show, then definitely. Uh, if you if you didn't, then it, it's an acquired thing. Yeah. Find right. the funny. It's acquired taste. Yeah. All right. I uh, get you. Lake Murphy, <laughs> when did all of you become a wrestling fan? I started watching wrestling when I was uh, ten or eleven. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. And then well, I kind of got out of uh, it in twenty fifteen, and I came back in twenty twenty. Um, I became a wrestling fan. Okay. Well, I became a wrestling fan back when I was a kid. I was I was watching wrestling when, actually, it was by it was by circumstance. It, I, I I found wrestling. You know, I I uh, I was I was I thought that the story was cool. I knew it was bullshit, and I looked at, I looked at it like it's a movie. I was like. What is this? And like, you know. But at the same time, there there are real people doing that shit, and I'm not gonna, you know. I started watching wrestling. I'm not done. Okay, go ahead. I'm done. Okay. Um. (laughs) I started. Never mind. Anyway, I'm saying that I'm saying that I started watching back when I was a kid and. Undertaker was the, the Undertaker was the thing that got me into it, like that that got me to watch it. The character, it's the characters, the stories, and how the bullshit that was going on. I, I want, I wanted, I wanted to know what they were going to do next. I guess I don't know. <laughs> kind of funny thing uh, like that. But anyway, um, am I next? Yeah, you're good. Okay, um, I started watching wrestling when, um, I started watching wrestling, well, technically when I was about, I really hate to say this, but I don't remember, I was six months old. I mean, I don't, I don't remember watching it, but I do know my uncle, my late great uncle, who got me into watching wrestling back then. I started watching in the Attitude Era years, and then all that stuff, and then. Afterwards, I slow down and then back to business. And after that, though, when they had the PG air, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. And then after, uh, and then after, yeah. and then after, um, and then when I when AEW first started, Ruby, you know, Ruby, Ruby. Sorry, <laughs> you're good. Um, when I first started watching AEW, though, as Connor said, it was really, really good. 
bringing in old stars, new stars, some wrestlers I've never heard of as of yet, like Nyla Rose, for an example. Yeah. Vince, but still. But Made still, you care. But still, I care for all league wrestling as of right now. And I'll say this, though, in front of all the live viewers. WWE or World Wrestling Entertainment absolutely sucks. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, now... Well, all right, now I will say this. It does suck as far as the booking. But, come on. All right, you know what? You're right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with that. I think well, that they I, do have like some of the best. Well, they have I some of the best like, talent like, in the world, yeah. but I think they do. the right. emergence of AEW. You know what? And, the other thing about it, you know, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, they have. You know, they have uh, Seth Rollins. They got Randy Orton. Randy Orton matches. I'm not a. I'm not his biggest fan, but I, I can acknowledge that he's pretty good. AJ Styles exactly. is over there. You know. Oh, you do it, so much, him. They have so much talent, but. And I would argue that, especially when AEW started, WWE definitely had the roster advantage. But AEW really showed right. that it's good booking that will get you the the fans rather than the, the roster. Exactly. And like, could you imagine if uh, AEW had WWE's booking when they first started? No one would be watching. I, I agree. Well, and thing is that also- thing is that with AEW, they have long term they the long term. Storytelling, you don't see mm-hmm. that yet, but it's there. They have they yeah. they're planting seeds for mm-hmm. long term storytelling, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, uh, but to answer your question, like Murphy, uh, I think I started watching wrestling when I was maybe five or six years old. Um, yeah, I want to say five or six years old. My, uh, just like Chris, my, uh, our, like uncle got me into wrestling, uh, mainly TNA at first. I was into TNA. Um, that's what he got me hooked on. But uh, I watched WWE too. Uh, but mainly TNA is what I got hooked on getting into wrestling. Well, and also um, to, to everyone else around here, I still watch WWE, but not the new stuff. I mean, I watch classic episodes. Like when they had it in the box screen back then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, that stuff was the who's best. The first, who's the first wrestler you met? Um, shoot, I've met tons and tons of wrestlers. <sighs> I don't even know the first wrestler I've ever met. It's probably Jared. The first wrestler I ever met was like The Undertaker, but he wasn't even The Undertaker. He was like. It wasn't even. He wasn't even. He wasn't even the Undertaker. He was like, I was at Magic Truck. I was at the Much Truck show. Mean Mark he was just chilling out there. What? What'd you call me? Mean? No, 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 no. I mean, what? You know, Mean Mark. Mean Mark uh, from WCW. Yeah, Mean Mark Callaway. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. He wasn't I, even I, there, I, but he wasn't even there. But he was like, hey. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> He's on Taker. He was like, he and he winked at me. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, he just winked at me. And I, I ain't gonna lie, I marked out. I marked well, the fuck but- out. Because <laughs> you know, nobody, nobody. It's not every day that you get them Taker winking at you. He's saying, hey, it's cool. Don't worry. <laughs> well, that was cool. Uh- and and like, 
I just went about my business, and he went about his business. But in my head, I was like, I just met the Undertaker. Yeah. But he was the Undertaker. Well, at the t- he was he, he just walking around. That reminds me. Did you see him in uh probably? I think it's in uh Waco. No, no, why not? Uh, somewhere in Texas though. The, the, uh, last uh, this is a long time I believe. Ago, so. Okay, but anyway, um, my first wrestler I ever met. Well, technically, my first show was in SmackDown taping of two thousand two. But that, but I didn't meet any wrestlers in there that time because they wouldn't allow us backstage or anything. But my first wrestler I have officially met was uh, Jerry Lawler's kid, Brian Christopher, the late Brian Christopher. Brian, that was <laughs> really. Yeah, um, I was backstage right after Mex Power Wrestling, uh, too cool from March 15, 2014. Um, I was waiting backstage for anyone. I don't care who. So. Next thing I knew, I saw Brian Christopher. He, he handshaked me, and next thing you know, we took a picture. I'm, I still got the picture, but but and uh, and then afterwards, though, so, um, that was it was magic for me because I actually met a professional wrestler without having to put my hand out while he's you know on his way to the ring and all that. And uh, hey. that was my first time, but the last time I met Brian Christopher was. Uh, I think about three months before he passed, he didn't remember me. I was, but the first thing I said to him was, "Well, well, Brian Christopher, we meet again." <laughs> he, he, at first, he didn't remember me, but when I brought up the memories, but don't he sound like a like a villain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, that's why I said to him though, but in a good way. But but still, may he rest in peace. Uh, and plus, last month was his 50th birthday. Is that right? What was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw Scotty Too Hotty uh, sending a message to him, like, on it would, would have been his 50th yeah. birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also... He was alive and well also, still. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, Scotty Too Hotty was supposed, is supposed to be appearing in Championship Wrestling. Yeah, Sorry, go ahead, uh, Scott Tahati is going to be at championship, championship wrestling for Memphis. Yeah, yeah. Forgive me, I, I had to let my oh, dog out right Saturday, now. She's being Saturday. little, she's being little whiny baby. So hold on. Yeah, like scratching, like on the. I'm s- uh, no offense. Yeah. But but still. Um, but still, um, Scotty Tuhati will be in Championship Wrestling for Memphis Sunday, March 27th. And I, at first, this morning, I really thought I want to meet him, though, because I met Brian Christopher. But I do want to meet Scotty Tuhati because he is the second half of Too Cool. Too Cool. Yeah. But uh, I, but the prob- I'm back. But, but the problem is, uh, I already tried to talk to Connor, but... He said he was going to meet him before champ- before he makes his appearance to Championship Wrestling from Memphis. Isn't that right, Connor? Yeah, I'll be meeting him. Uh, it used to be Burt Prentice. Uh, used to be his wrestling promotion, but he uh, he passed away, and then now family's taken. They renamed it to the Tennessee Championship Wrestling, and uh, they're bringing in. And, uh, One second, hold on. I'm supposed to be right back. 
Um, I'm supposed to meet Sky to Heidi this Saturday. Um, Jackson, Tennessee. Okay. Along with uh, Jerry Lawler and uh, one half of PG-13. No, not my cousin. PG-13. Whoopie D. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Fautis on the video as well. Yeah. And this is Whoopie D's first ever uh, wrestling appearance in a long time. Well, a, a in a very long time. I'm a big fan of him from the, the, the TNA days. When he yeah. was in the... Uh, yeah. When he was with uh, Father James was, Mitchell. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it was like that. Uh, what, what was it? Uh, it, it was, was a one name uh, like some... that. It was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with JC Ice though. I mean, or Jamie Dundee. I mean, we haven't seen him right, in back. a long time. For Not one yet. reason, he's in. Yeah, he's he's in Kentucky, and he just want. I, don't I apologize know, for the interruption. All right. But still, um, I mean, Jamie Dundee or JC Ice. I mean, I do want to meet PG-13 myself, but technically JC Ice never shows up in any of the events due to, uh, well, I don't know what his problem is. And I don't know about, uh, well, Wolfie D, well, he's been appearing a little bit a lot, but he has to run, but, you know, he has to, uh, what's what's the word? Be with his family, you know, a lot. Hey, Ruby still is fixing fixing to beat up Vicky Guerrero out there for a minute. Yeah. All right, catch me up. What's going on? Guys, see. Uh oh. Back and forth. Seems like Nala was more than that. I see Nala. Nala's mm-hmm. on the top rope. Is that am I with y'all or? Yes, yeah, yeah, on the top rope right. my end. Yeah. Okay. I really oh, hope. Oh. Really oh. <laughs> I'm totally biased, but Ruby's cool. yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, I like, I like that a lot. I think I don't know how to say it, but yeah. Oh, what the heck? Let's go, Ruby. Was that, that was a botch right there, wasn't it? She, that's a botch. She didn't even touch her. She didn't even put her foot in her head. Yeah. Uh, oh God. <laughs> she turbone. <laughs> or he? I mean, she? I mean, um. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> no. I apologize if really? I offended oh. anybody when I said that. Man. <laughs> I don't really feel like Nyla should look be going Vicky, over look Ruby. Vicky left. That feels weird to me. That's yeah. yeah it's not it. a good yeah. <laughs> Like Nyla, I really like Nyla as a person. She seems like a very nice person, you know. But her wrestling, like, it's yeah. it's not bad. It's just like fine. But I think there is much better wrestling in AEW. But I think it's just fine. So they're better than that. They're better than that. Like I get that you're running out of heel. Like there do need to be more heel women. I think. <laughs> uh, Not the gun club beating up the ass boys. Yeah, the ass boys just jump junker boy. (laughs) (laughs) I got thrown in the snow. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) 
Damn. Look up there in the snow. Right That's now. fucked up. <laughs> you see, they're going to run away too. They're going to run with it to that fucking car and get the hell out of town. <laughs> Sorry about that. I had to watch. I had to listen to the gun club. I'm not going <laughs> to let you throw my friend in the snow. We're going to come back for you next week. <laughs> so I'm guessing. You know, I really. If it, Go ahead, Connor. Uh, so I'm guessing the, if the match happens, it's going to be CM Punk, MJF, in the main event. Um, that's what it seems like if the match is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lie to you. I think, I think it's yeah, funny. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> you do realize it's, it's freezing uh, in Chicago, and that's where Aiden is right now. Well, it's freezing I, everywhere right now. Chicago. Right now, I'm at school in central Illinois. Well, that's true. You did you guys see that they took their? I mean, they got their shirts off and and it's freezing out there in Chicago. Where where they are? It's actually not too cold. It's mostly the. It's, it was just mostly the snow. It's actually been warmer than it has been a while. You know? Right. Early like two days ago, it was like 50 degrees out, which is crazy. Plus, that was all I mean, that was all shot a different time. Mm-hmm. Well, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. It was shot in a different time because I believe that must be there. weather is something else, so. But, uh, yeah, and the snow, it wasn't as bad as they said it was going to be. We got about, at least where I am, we got like seven or eight inches, but people were reporting 22, so. Oh. I'd rather take the seven. Yeah. Manageable. And classes were canceled for tomorrow. I'm living right now. It's so nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I might not be going to work tomorrow, so. Oh, really? I'm already yeah. off. I'm already, out of re- I'm already uh, off tomorrow from rehab. You got rehab? Well, it's, uh, it's not a smoking or drugs or alcohol rehab. It's a socializing rehab, you know. What I told you, Connor, uh, psychological social rehab, or as we call oh, it, PSR. Yeah. yeah. I had to get out of there tomorrow because I knew it was going to be bad out here, too. I know I know what you guys are thinking, but I don't drink, smoke, or do drugs or any of that stupid shit. So, question. <laughs> what, do you think about, what do you think about the WWE firing Shay McMahon? I think, like, you know, I don't think Shane should be an on-screen personality, but exactly, I don't think he's, it's just weird that Vince would do that to his son, but not to Mustafa <laughs> Ali, who's requesting his release. That right, maybe he fired him as a yeah. wrestler. You... Maybe. <laughs> I still don't like it. Yeah. Like, Shane will be fine, obviously. Yeah, have you guys... It's stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. By the way, though, has anyone? I can't lie. That's stupid though, shit. Um, what was I? What was I gonna? Say? <laughs> WWE. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it just seems very weird that Vince would fire his own son. Right. Well, if actually, anything, they say win the news cycle, and people are talking yeah. about it. Want to put a pass? Right. Who knows? We might see Shane Man on yeah. the Impact Zone. I've been seeing that going around a lot. Shame it, man, in the impact zone. Shame it, man, here. Shame it, man, there. It's been going everywhere. Since he was the face of the WCW, 
when they were acquired yeah. takeover that he's always going right. to be someone they think if they were to start or acquire another company it would it, it would be a pop man it would like if yeah. aw showed up as a as the figure for a night or something it would be like what people would go crazy true yeah. i you have a point thing, yeah yeah here's the thing though if shane mcmahon tries to buy AEW, well i know it's not going to happen or never just like he did WCW, <laughs> he'll be go, he'll go. Now I have own AEW. <laughs> I mean, he can't. I mean, he does have count. He does have. If he wanted to buy it off, I mean, hey, that'd be interesting. But hey, that's not gonna happen. Let's let's be honest. Uh, by the way, though, but, has anyone heard of? But if it was possible, think about that. Think about that. Think about the monopoly. Ooh. There's no monopoly if if that happens. <laughs> so maybe happens. this is. <laughs> oh. I wasn't picking my nose. <laughs> I mean it. I wasn't picking my nose. I just did like this, you know, like this. I just, I just... <laughs> see, see, nothing. You know, not picking my nose or anything. Oh man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wait, I think Shane should sign with Lucha Underground. Uh, Lucha Underground's been out of business yeah. for a couple of years now. Uh, Agree. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, we know. Yeah. Well, maybe MLW, who's bringing back a, a version of uh, kind of Lucha Underground. Uh, yeah. What are they calling Aztec Underground? So. But honestly speaking, how long do you think yeah. that will last, though? Probably not long. Uh, nothing in MLW lasts too long. Exactly. Yeah, I enjoy I mean, it. I think they can put on some good shows, uh, but they only have a handful that's really long-term roster members. A lot of people do a show or two, and then they're kind of gone from there. Exactly. It's more like a like a, a big indie, but they do some TV from time to time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Good point. Good point. Oh, come on. I wasn't picking my nose any, I swear. Stop picking your nose. <laughs> I wasn't picking okay, my nose. Okay, they're telling you to stop picking your nose. So if you're, not picking, if you're picking your nose, stop doing it. I wasn't picking my nose any, I swear. I swear on my grandfather's <laughs> grave. They're fucking with you, man. They're messing with you, dude. Don't yeah. fall into it. I know. But anyway, uh, Just, does anyone... <laughs> Anyway, take, um, take the snake gotta, Roberts out. Well, um, has anyone heard that? Uh, I hate you know, Mr. McMahon's or Vince McMahon's mother died this uh, this week or last week. Yeah, yeah Mr. Mc, yeah, Mr. McMahon. <laughs> Let me rephrase that, Mr. Mike. No, you said it right. You said it right. <laughs> Mr. McMahon's mother oh, passed ball. away. At- yeah. Got Hangman and Lance Archer going at it. Oh, yeah, there we go. On the, on the, uh oh. Oh, boy. There's some cowboy shit going down right now. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. It's time. It's time for him to pay the piper. It's time for him to pay the. Oh, like an idiot. Now we see what's going on. We see what's we see what's, we see what's going down. Oh, oh no! Oh, 
I think it's going to be a Texas death match. I just know it. Yeah, I think that was already confirmed. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'm Terry Funk kind of feel. It's kind of Terry Funk feel of it. Yeah. Oh, they did say about Texas death. Oh, if you know who that, that is, research. Last week. Oh my! Lance Archer putting through the table. He's like, anybody dies, that's gonna prove it. Uh, I want AEW to sign Hulk Hogan and Randy. Hulk Hogan, I don't think anyone's gonna sign him. And Randy Savage has been dead for years. Man, fuck Hulk Hogan. Actually, <laughs> uh, actually, he passed for about eleven years now. I apologize if, if you don't. If I apologize if I offend anybody when I said that, but I stand by what I said. Yeah. So we're getting well, uh, Hangman and Lance Hogan. Archer. We're getting we're getting Hangman and Lance Archer for the World Championship next week. That's what's looking like? We're gonna find out. A- this is such a horrible build to it, though. It's a sucky build. Wait, but for what? I'm not what arguing with it. And then Chris Jericho looking like an old fucking piece of. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. He's like an old rock star. He's like an old rock star trying to try to uh, reclaim his glory. <laughs> Excuse me. That's fair. I really hope that he faces Eddie Kingston, and I do think that Eddie should go over. Now, don't get me wrong. I totally dig. I totally dig Chris Jericho, but I think that th- what he's doing now, he's like, he's like, he's like the guy who still has it, and that's what he's doing. I mean, I can't. Do, I mean, as far as hockey, he can beat me in hockey. I don't know shit about hockey. <laughs> well, we got ourselves. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil it, but never mind. Oh, he's like he's like he's, he's like totally eighties. Like he's still stuck in. He's like he's like he he's picked out a white snake. Like somebody put him out a white snake, and just decided to yeah. say, "Hey, you're gonna be a wrestler." <laughs> I'm I think Ricky Starks and Jay Lethal will be fun. Jay Lethal versus uh, well, I'm not gonna spell. Never mind. That's why he's pissed off because Jay Lethal can do it better. I'm at least glad that Jay Lethal is getting on TV a little bit more. Mm-hmm. For real, really he deserves it, man. I mean, it's a long time coming. It was really weird to me. He debuted. Lost to Sammy, and then he was put in that Dynamite Diamond Battle Royale, and then he got eliminated by Matt Hardy. That was really weird to me. Like getting eliminated yeah. from, like being in the Battle Royale. Hey, that's weird. Getting eliminated by Matt Hardy, who is not protected at all. That's even worse. Oh no! But I'm sorry. But at the same time, I mean, if you're gonna be eliminated, you're gonna be eliminated by the one of the best. I mean, you know. Yeah, but it's not. Like, I agree, Matt Hardy is great, but at the same time, I like, do not, see what you're saying, though. But it's like, not. It's, it's just, not he really about. I think he's been portrayed as a huge star right. in AEW. All right, here we go. MJF and CM Punk, the best wrestler in the world. CM, I mean MJF, meant to say. Right now, it's going down. Yeah, it's early. I got the shirt, yeah, to, prove it. Look at dude, look at dude's <laughs> shirt. He did a good 
goddamn strut. You know Double J, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, we took the guy sign. Shout out to Chris, man. He's not. He's not. He's not Double J. He's ripping off people. I see you. I see what you're saying, Chris. Thank you very much, Mr. Jacobs. Man, yeah, I no, it's pretty awesome it. though. <laughs> yeah, I just wish I just wish uh I just hope CM Punk beats the living hell out of MJO. I'm tired of him. He ain't nothing but a piece of you know what. Well you know what's not probably he has a he has a payroll. He has a payroll, so he's not he's what not alone. You know that for this dynamite. Because it's only eight fourteen. This is the last thing I remember them really advertising. They already did the Kings of the Black Throne. They yeah, did they're either giving us a lot of time or <laughs> something's happening and there's gonna be a lot more yeah. to the show. Yeah. I mean they said uh, it was MJF the main event. And this match like, should MJF only have a twenty minute time. Limit. Well, something huge is happening, I think. <laughs> yeah, something. Would you like to see that, Chris? It's gonna be the Pinnacle what? versus MJF five on one. Or or you can oh. just throw a toilet blanket. You you could just throw a toilet blanket in there and make it six on one. <laughs> oh girl, please don't let that happen. I mean I want to make sure happens. this match and I hope it's match day's fair and square. I'm not a big fan of MJF. Hell, I'm not even a big fan of the pinnacle. Well, it's not gonna be fair with MJF in any match, so yeah. <laughs> but all I just want is MJF to lose one match on Dynamite Rampage. I don't care. No, but well, not on pay per view because he actually did lose against it. Sean. De- he actually did lose against Sean Dean, but that doesn't count because it was disqualification. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's on his record. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, you record know, books. it's a record book. I mean, come on, somebody has got to get MJF or technically get defeat MJF once and for all. He ain't nothing but Tony Khan's boy. Well, I mean, you can't like go and just like, come defeat him every single time, you know. He, I think he's going to be the probably the biggest star in AEW once he's holding the championship. He's going to be like a yeah. Ric Flair type figure. He's gonna. There's already so many stories built around him and the Pillars, and then even him and Mox, him and just everyone right. else. There's, he and there's also such a character that he just feels like he's a natural with the title. So I feel like he's going to be one of those people who exactly. re, like regains the title many times. Well, to like other him, let, him get, like let him get let, let, let him get comfortable, and then he'll get his ass beat. Mm-hmm. Like him and Sammy already has a store, like already has seeds for a story planted with the world title. Him and Jungle Boy, him and Darby, especially. I think that uh, when MJ right. eventually wins the world title, I think Darby's taking it off of him. So, you know, I think there's there's just so many perfect stories already set up. Yeah. Well, true enough. I, I mean. You you don't need you don't need storytelling right there. It's, it's exactly what he said. It's already set up. I got, I got a question for you, Chris. Shoot. What if MJF was homeless, didn't have nowhere to stay, and he happened to come to you? It was on your doorstep. Would you allow him to stay with you? Oh, good question. Good question. I mean, come on, the guy's homeless. Does he have a place to live? And he comes to you out of all people. Man, that's a tough question I have to answer. <laughs> you have to do the right I thing, though, don't you? Well, I do want to do the right thing, but he's just trying to. I don't know. Oh, there's Kip Sabian again in a box mask. 
We got CM Punk coming out right now. I am. Look, I, I don't think know. About the, really. think, think, think about your answer. Yeah. What time is it? It's uh, 8.18 on my end. This is it's, the last match, so something's going to happen. Yeah. 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 Something's real fishy about this. Yeah, it's yeah, Kipsavian. I'll be yeah, right back, guys. What are your guys' thoughts on uh, Kip Sabian just sitting in the uh, in the just this always at ringside? Where do you think Some, the story's going? I don't know. Something's up with him though. He's trying to. I, I know on do the, something. I know on the. I know on the box thing that he's wearing. It says underrated over it or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to be part of his um, new character or whatever. But gimmick. Yeah, he's been. He's always been one of my favorite wrestlers ever since he's got signed AEW, but. I know he got injured uh, a while back, and it's been over a year now. So uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe this could be uh, part of his new gimmick. Or what about you? Do you have any ideas where he's going with it? I don't know. He hasn't shown his face, though. I think I know what's going to happen. Since he's been in the attendance for the past uh, few weeks, I think I'll say this: I think he's going to screw CM Punk out of the match. I'm thinking. That's a hot take. Yeah. What? Because he's well, doing because, something. <laughs> yeah. And Sam Park's going to be like, I don't even know you, kid. <laughs> yeah, like, who are you? <laughs> no, no, like, interaction or anything. Yeah. CM Punk will be like, if he's in a ring with Skip Sabian, he'll be like, I don't know you, kid. <laughs> if that was him on. Oh. I think you're right. MJF is going to happen. MJF can't compete. He's injured. He's got a family emergency. He's got a family emergency. Well, let's find out, though, to see if MJF is better than CM Punk. Or is he just a, I I I hate to say this on live YouTube, (laughs) go straight to a wuss. I wonder how MJF, like like the real MJF, really just feels right now because we know uh, he really likes Punk, and you know he has the picture of uh, young MJF and Punk. I wonder just yeah. how uh, insane it feels to be able to wrestle like one of your childhood heroes. Right now, now that's funny surreal. right there. <laughs> <Who's this? laughs> What's that sound? What what sound? Is it my end? My TV's already turned down. No, it was on. Because uh, Swore was on TV. Oh, I don't know what that was. Where's I don't see Kip Sabian. He was in the front row, but now he's out. Oh, yeah. I'm back. I'm Padres. Great. So kiss me up. Well, MJ I see that uh, CM Punk is. Go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, MJF fired the first shot. Oh, no. Not again. I see that CM Punk is they're, they're fighting out of the ring right now. Is, is my, am, am I uh, synced up? Yeah, yeah, yeah on my you end. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, they're fighting almost all... Uh, I don't know if I should... They're by the guardrails, and the referee's right there, and the referee's like, what the hell's going on? 
Brock Lesnar guy is there. That one dude who always wears the same. Oh, they're going back into the crowd. They're going back into the crowd. I love that guy. Yeah, he's. I might be wrong, but. He's going to keep on running from CM Punk. He's going to stay running from CM Punk. Indeed. Oh God! Oh! Look at him! Look at you! 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 Passed out! Yeah! <laughs> oh my God! That's gotta hurt. He's like, all right. You see that? <laughs> Wrestlers fighting on concrete stairs always scare me. After Samoa Joe jumped from the concrete stairs and just landed yes, on them, I, I remember that. Scares that. me. Yeah, he did that. No, no pads, nothing. He just dove. He just said, "Hey, fuck Ow. it, I'm gonna go." Yeah. Chris, do the right thing. Let him just stay at your house. He might steal something, but just go on with it. From Lake Murphy. Hmm. <laughs> oh. Um. There's there's question to Chris. There's no answer. <laughs> oh, we threw MJF right off the program. I love it. <laughs> I love that stuff, man. Personally, for me, I feel like it would be really cool to be in the crowd when that's happening, but like fighting in the crowds never really makes for great TV because it's hard yeah, to see like everything. It live event, true, but true enough. It doesn't come across quite as good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like in the uh, pandemic era when there was no fans that could have worked because there's no one there. So. I love how he wipes his he wipes his foot on the he he wipes his feet on the on the on the on the on the ring to show respect for people that have been in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But still, um, let me see if there's anything else. Um, have you guys heard there's a new event of AEW coming to uh, Boston, Massachusetts? No. I yeah, at the, uh, that's pretty cool. No. At the uh, well, uh, like Agans Arena. Yeah. So technically, the yeah. mo- as of right now, the most recent event they got is in New Orleans because it's on April 13th. We don't know if they're going to be there yet due to uh, they have postponed it at least, I believe, what, three or four times? Yeah. And who knows? They might postpone mm. it again. Uh, Bill, mm. uh, Bill, do you plan on going to the Impact Tapings in Kentucky? I do. I do. Um I just saw, like, oh, I I was scouting out that arena because I've obviously never been there. I've only I've only been to the Davis Arena where OBW is uh, previously. Yeah. So I am planning to go to Kentucky because uh, it's a it's about a nine hour car ride. So uh, yeah. it's a doable car ride. So I'll, I'll plan to hit those tapings. If you don't mind me asking, that, where uh, where do you live? I'm outside of Philadelphia, so. Uh, got to go oh, across yeah. PA, Ohio, and then uh, then into Kentucky. Good question. I have a question. Has anybody ever told yeah. you that you sound like Bubba the Love Sponge? Uh, that, that's the first I heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unless you're on a radio well, show. Uh, well, the reason I'm asking that is because I plan on going – to the impact tapings in Kentucky. Uh, yeah, I would think uh, the Nashville might be there because there seems to be that. It's not too far, right? Yeah, uh, I live in Olive Branch, Mississippi, close to Memphis, Tennessee area, but it's only okay. like three hours from Nashville. Oh yeah, yeah, four hours. Uh, I have a, t- I have a, t- I have a TNA but, question uh, now. 
Now, as far as TNA, where where when did you see it going down? Now, was it when Hogan came up? Was it when Hogan came around? Was it when you know Dixie Carter took over? Jared, Jarrett. I mean, to you, well, TNA, we were, I, TNA, I thought was always on that upswing. Obviously, through two thousand nine, two thousand ten, when they brought in Hogan, like they were at a high level, and Hogan, it got right. them even higher. Like they 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 went up even more with Hogan. But then at during the Hogan era, still on Spike, they did they were doing the, the best they did. Then they went head to head with Raw for a bit. That pro that, that's probably where they made the mistake going against Raw. They did their best right. episode ever, like ratings wise. They had like over two million viewers, but then it sure. started going down after that. Uh, but then it took a couple years. It was more TV deals, like when they started changing right. from in America to Pop TV. And you just started losing people, yeah. and then yeah. you, you were cutting budgets and stuff. So that that was really well. It was the TV deals that really caused talent to leave and and got it down until where it is now, where Anthem has been able to bring it back up again. Yeah, get more stability. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Uh, is it true that uh, um, like, or like Impact owns the network, or yeah, yeah, the Impact's parent company. Is Anthem out of Canada Anthem. and they own Access TV. Yeah. So the great thing about that yeah. is you don't have to worry about being canceled or anything because they, yeah. they own the network, their highest rated show on the network. It's corporation. The was, they were still doing well on Spike TV, but they didn't really want they didn't want wrestling on the on the channel at that point. They're like, we can do other things that don't cost as much money. Uh that's the risk on TV. Yeah. They didn't have the advertisers. Yeah, yeah, I was just curious about that because I've seen a lot of people talk about that on social media. I don't know if it's actually true or not, but it uh, is. Yeah, they do own like Anthem owns a handful of networks, including uh, Access TV. Um, so, like in Canada, like uh, Fight, what is it? Uh, yeah, it's Fight TV in Canada. Not to be confused with the the Fight that airs yeah. on like pay per view shows. Yeah, but uh. Hmm. Not for sure if I'm gonna be able to go to both days in Kentucky, but I plan on going. Definitely going for the uh, what's pay per view tonight. Special words of the TV. What is uh, which one are they doing? They're doing No Surrender in New Orleans, and then are you doing yeah. Sacrifice? Yeah, I think it's uh, Sacrifice in Kentucky on Saturday. Then on Sunday they're doing an Impact taping. Um, not for sure if I'm gonna be able to go to both of them, but definitely that Saturday one I'm hoping to go to. Ah, it should be good, and who knows what will be going on. Yeah. We'll still be heavy with Ring of Honor, maybe AEW, who knows, New Japan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, I mean, it, it, it would make sense to, to, to broaden the horizons as far as wrestling as a business. Oh, yeah. And, no, it almost, you know, for all the wrestling companies to work together for the most part, uh, because right. there really is only so many, like, like, we're all wrestling fans here. There's still right two million plus hardcore wrestling fans, but there's not all those casual fans from 20 years ago exactly. where it was just cool. Right. Wrestling was the cool. It's a, that's not what it is for the masses right now. They need the like yeah. Yeah. So do you uh, agree that like the casual wrestling fan like really doesn't exist in this day and age? Nah, I don't think it does. Now not I, not I like 
yeah, there isn't casual true. TV fans anymore with the cord cutting and all Either that. You're in or you're out, you know. It changed. Like, I, it yeah. almost is impossible. But that was a time where, like, no matter what you were watching, wrestling was kind of crossing over the, the different wrestlers and stuff. And that's mm-hmm. why, obviously, WWE still brings back the rock scene when you can because they're doing movies. Like, that. Right. I, I get what they're doing. Makes sense to try to get casuals, but it's so tough to Make go casual. Yeah, because right. you look right. at AEW, they're going almost the anti-casual route. They're going yeah. for the hard fans. Let's get all the hard. All they need was great talent. Yeah, yeah. Go with wrestling matches, talented wrestlers, and you're going to get an audience for that. It's when you try to do both. If you can't do it well, that's when you struggle. <laughs> mm, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You, just, you made a great point. Now I feel like they're they're struggling right now as far as yeah like viewership they hit, and they hit bars, but a lot of times they miss the mark but they have to rely on Brock Lesnar on the Rousey Bad they Bunny. fumbled like like but those people are what's carrying the product no one on your roster is for the most part yeah but in their eyes that that's not what they want to see they want to put what they, what you know you know it it it, it oh. I think about this. I think, I think about this a lot. They're not writing for, for people. They're writing for Vince McMahon. They are. They're writing to see what he was to say. And now see what they, they're writing for him. Like, I was about everybody in else? He was in WWE when it was at its peak, but like Vince Russo was writing a TV product and it went over with casual fans. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> like, but yeah, it Vince was, was the first person to say that he doesn't care about wrestling. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he, he was he trying care to make this shit at all. He was trying to make a TV show. And at the same time, I, I dug it because he's being honest. Yeah. For once. I feel like that uh WWE is trying to target a younger fan base. Like and yes, for sure. Yeah. Like they are yeah. not like AEW for all the positives, they're not targeting kids. Impact, they're yeah. not targeting kids. New Japan, no. Right. The only company really targeting kids, which it's cliche, but they are the future, it is WWE. They're going after yeah. kids. Probably after that is like Luchador, Mexican promotions, like AAA, CMLL. Like they go after the youth market with like matinee shows and things like that. Um, these other companies, they want, as AEW famously said with Jericho, the demos. They want the people that buy yeah. products. WWE still wants the kids to tell their parents to buy the products. Right. Exactly. I saw that on TV. I want to I wanna buy it. I want Go get that for me. I saw that on TV. I wanna, uh, it's the same thing. I just, I mean, kids. Uh, you know. I just feel like WWE just caters so much to the kids and they don't care about the actual wrestling casual right. fan anymore. And that's what turns a lot They're of fans about the dollar, dollar bill. Nowadays. Yeah. Uh, no, so what they'll do is they'll cater to the kids, but then they think they're throwing the fan a bone when they bring in Brock Lesnar. Because right, they're like, yeah. well, a real wrestling fan or they're a fight actually, fan. They're actually alienizing. They're actually alienating, excuse me, alienating the real fans of wrestling. They're taking us out of it. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know you feel the same way. And like when you when you see that shit, you, when you see that shit going down, you're like, "Come on now!" Now I did. I I wa- I watched 
the last Royal Rumble, and I thought it was bullcrap. Yeah. I'll tell you why. The whole thing, the whole thing was about Brock Lesnar. The whole thing. Yeah, it was it was the show catered around the people they exactly. want to put over. Exactly. And I, and personally, I think that that was that was that was catering to a certain demographic. Maybe not me or you or none of us. But yeah. I feel like it was done the wrong way. Yeah, for all I know, it was pro- catered to advertisers that want to see Brock Lesnar. Exactly. As a heavy and they're paying him the money to see the heavy feature. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Did MJ really not wrong? I, I like oh a good my god! Are you serious? He got it. <laughs> he just no way. Yes. <laughs> wow. Wow! I did not expect him to not. How does that even work? He didn't. He wasn't even holding whatever he was using. He let go. What? Oh, it's just. <laughs> Are they going to reverse Still a lot of time? The oh, they're, they're going to restart the match or something. That's why they gave it so no, much No, you cannot do that. The match has ended. The bell rung. You cannot restart the match. MJF won the match. If you restart this match, you are cursed. Yeah, it is. No, do not restart this match. Shenanigans. <laughs> no, come on. Yeah, were you seeing MJF that during that the, the move? That he was using that? No, kick out, kick out, kick out. Yes, kick out. No, come on. Man, they're doing this shenanigans with MJF a bit too much. They did it with the Jericho match, and now they're doing it with this. (laughs) I don't agree with that. It's the problem when you book yourself into these matches. You don't want either of them to lose, and you find these kind of (laughs) cop-outs. Yeah. Come on, MJF. I don't agree with it feels like it's happening too much with MJF too. Like it happened with Moxley when Mox used the paradigm shift. Yeah. It happened with Jericho. Like at this point, I'm, on, I'm not buying it anymore. You know, this might have been a very good match so far, though. And then, what, what, what's been Punk's longest match so far? Has this already surpassed his longest match? Like I'm trying to remember his longest match. Like even on a pay per view, like how long did Darby go? Like I'm trying to think of a I'll long check that match. Real quick. Well, because uh, I feel of, like whenever this ends, this if this does go to the time or close to it, this would be his longest match. I'm thinking, definitely. Yeah, because it started around eight o'clock, so it'd be an hour, kind of. So because I can't imagine he went longer than like 20 minutes, probably, in a match yeah. so far. Well. I got what myself another. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I was I was just gonna say. Uh, uh, what have you guys thought about the overall match so far of MJF and Punk? It's been good. It's obviously that's a little wonky that uh, the yeah. the false finish there. Yeah. Depending on yeah. how the, the real finish is, it, it could help redeem it. But if if you get like another kind of finish like that to end it, that's that leaves a bad taste sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, the longest match so far has been uh, Punk, Darby, and Sting versus the Pinnacle. But if you want to go by singles, then his longest one is uh, Punk versus Darby. Okay. That's what I figured was his longest one. Did it say how long it was? How long was that? 
It was uh, 16 minutes, 40 seconds. 20 minutes. Okay, that's a... All right, that sounds right. <laughs> that was a really good match. Oh. I thoroughly enjoyed that match. I well, really liked like Punk sh- literally shaking off. Not literally. I don't know why I said literally. <laughs> shaking off the ring rust, like when he hit Darby with that first GTS and Darby falls out of the ring. I thought that was like perfect. You know, I really loved it. Yeah. Uh, and it's only on my end, it, uh, Central Time, it's only 8.38. So I don't know why they would do try to do a finish right there. Like, and the show's not even close to being over, and they would do like MJF. Yeah, I don't know the what, they, what they do. Yeah, I would have. Well, like, a... It feels like it's too much time to do a normal segment, you know? It, like, it maybe some kind of match that isn't that short, but I don't know what it could be. If they go yeah, out with an angle, just... like when the, when the Pinnacle debuted, that was so cool. I thought that was brilliant, but it's really hard to do that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Here's a, here. I feel like they should just have one finish and not be at the end of the match. Not like it's it's eight, like not even close from the show being over, and they try to do a finish right there. So, yeah. yeah the amount of time left makes me still. It makes me think more that uh, this could end with, who knows? Maybe there is a debut that causes yeah. like a no finish at the end or a DQ finish. Uh, if they align with Punk or or more likely MJF, probably. I'm trying to think of any free agents who would align themselves with either Punk or MJF. We got Johnny Gargano. I don't think Johnny Gargano would go, would. Johnny Gargano is too good of a face to really be with uh, MJF, and I don't think Punk really needs anyone. You know, I think he works best by himself. Right, but anyway, um, here's here's a question though for Bill about a TNA. Um, I remember watching the January 4, 2010 episode of TNA Impact, but also the same night when Hulk Hogan first debuted, it was also WWE's The Return of Bret the Hitman Hart that same night. So, but TNA Impact was on at 7, but Monday Night Raw back then was on uh, at 8, so technically it was an hour ahead, but... My question is to you, Bill, and I know you're an Impact Wrestling guy or a TNA guy, whatever you like to call it. What did you – here's one question, though. Which one is more, you know, greatest? The Hulk Hogan TNA debut or the or Bret Hart's WWE return after 13 years? Well, no, that's, that's, that's definitely big, uh, like Bret Hart. And I was a Bret Hart fan because he was pretty much – it went from Hogan pretty much to Bre- like Warrior briefly and then Hart as I was growing up. Uh, like with, I was more WCW than WWF, but I, I watched both and went to both shows. Um, but Bret Hart was like when I was, what, 12, 13, he was the world champion. So it was like that was pretty much my world champion for a lot of the time. So I was a big Bret Hart fan. But growing up before – the attitude error and everything went mainstream with casuals wrestling was one man and his name was Hulk Hogan. Um, he was, he was bigger than wrestling in the eighties. Um, that's just, it, that's what it was. So for the company I was following the most, the, the closely at that time, which was TNA for them to get Hulk Hogan. I, I, I couldn't disagree. Like, I know a lot of people are like, Oh, why bring him in? Why bring him in? He is the name. He was the name, and he could still add something at the time. Obviously, hindsight 
very debatable. Uh, but at the time, I I think that was for that company just about as big a move as they could have made. Uh, like it really, it's not quite like bringing like a Cena to a company now, like AEW bringing in John Cena. But it had those vibes back then. Like Bret Hart, huge return after all those years. But and he obviously left on very bad terms to come back. Uh, but for a, someone to jump ship to a big company, that's that that that's pretty big. Like it, it, obviously, the one of the biggest was him going to WCW originally when he did the NWO angle. That that's really what made that era. Right. Yeah. Well, well, we, I, I was watching that time though, January fourth. I went back and forth, back and forth because I can't tell what, yeah. which one to watch the most. The return or the debut, and well, you know, I just, I just, and that's what people I were mean, feeling. You're right. Like depending on what was on the screen, like I think when Hogan was on screen, people were on Hogan, but a lot of the other time, it was they were probably on WWE. Um, but then what? Like Jeff Hardy made his return again. So like they were all trying, like trying to win segments, like thirty minute cycles, like tune our channel. That goes back to the Monday Night Wars. It was like. Where do you put these segments to get people? Like right now you see it, who starts the main hours? Like what segment kicks off the show? What hits the nine o'clock hour, or the eight o'clock hour? Because that's when people tune in. Right. Because yeah. they're, they're watching some other show and they're going to check you out for a few minutes and see if you get their attention. Kip Stadium is fixing to do something in this match. Yeah, I, I just seen the camera just put it on him when they – Anytime yeah, they catch him. Yeah. CM Punk did that suicide dive and then uh, did a good camera shot. I don't, think, I don't think Sabian's doing anything this match. This ma they already I think did it's, the it's red herring stuff. They're just throwing it out there to make you think you could. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they already did yeah. the thing with uh, MJF and his uh, garage. So, you know, it doesn't yeah. really make sense to do it now. I do yeah, hope we see Punk hit the Pepsi plunge. Hopefully, this match. I want to see it, but you know, that's wishful thinking. Yeah, here's another thing though to Bill. We all know that happened, but do you remember January 4th, 1999, when uh, at the same time when Eric Bischoff in WCW Money Nitro announced that Mick Foley was going to win the WWE Champion for yeah. the very first time, and then they switched the channel to WWE Money Night Raw. And let me tell you though, I don't know if Eric Bischoff made a mistake. Or made a huge mistake for the ratings. So, yeah, because he said, "Yeah, he's gonna win the title," and then everyone tuned in to watch yeah. him win the title. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think Eric Bischoff tried to do it. He tried to do that on purpose to just tell them the results and to keep to keep watching WCW Nitro. But once you're telling someone that Mick Foley won the championship, a lot of people turned over the channel and it backfired on them. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's. I think I understand why he thought that it was like, oh, well, why watch yeah. it? Spoiler. Like, you don't need to watch it now. Yeah. But actually, that meant everybody wants to go see it happen. <laughs> yeah. Or as they I mean, call it, or as they call it, back then they didn't say, spoiler. <laughs> no. They like just great like, Rick Rude was on three shows in one week. <laughs> it'll be I mean, it was like, like oh, uh, man. I think it was like. like in, in wrestling history, it's like a huge thing, you know. Now, uh, Shivani's new graphic novel, Butts and Seats. I still need to buy it. I haven't bought it yet. It's I have a comic store right next to my dorm, so I need to go buy that. But it's just cool to think, like, 
back just now there used to be like actual competition like i'm not saying wwe and aw are not competition but it's not the same level of competition that wcw and wwe were and so like obviously i like i became a wrestling fan in 2014 i did not have anything at all like the attitude era the monday night wars anything so oh I was not even alive then. <laughs> so so we got uh, – so technically we've seen the Monday Night Wars. We've seen the Monday Night Wars 2, well, a little bit. And now we and – and then back then, well, recently, about two years ago before NXT was moved, it was the Wednesday Night Wars. What could be the next? The Wednesday Night I mean, Wars, though, those aren't – those are, like, not really the same as the Monday Night Wars. I don't think, like, NXT wasn't going to go out of business. AEW wasn't going to go out of business. You know, there wasn't really uh, yeah. a huge threat for any of them. Yeah. It was yeah, mostly a thing true. made up by wrestling fans just to demonstrate their tribalism. That's a hot take, but it's what I like really feel. I think black and gold NXT, before they went to try to counter program AEW, it was such a good product. You know, like Yeah. Yeah. I, I think CM Punk, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not trying to spoil anything, but I think CM Punk's probably gonna forfeit a little bit since that knee injury he's really playing up some injuries right now mm-hmm. yeah i think he should because he was going to win anyways oh no not again <laughs> and i ain't gonna spoil it i ain't gonna spoil it just watch and find out oh, oh dang it like right now mjf is probably well ever since he came to AEW, he's been the best heel in AEW. And in, in wrestling in general, I think he's been one of the best heels who always stays in character, wrestling conventions, autograph signings. And he's been I, doing I think, that. Yeah. I remember him on the indies before he was really known that well, and he was a complete heel the whole time. Like, mm, like yeah. interacting with fans, like buying his T-shirt or an autograph, he'd yell at them, make fun of them. Yeah. He has, his, he has like, his character worked uh, down, you know. It's so good. And like, like oh! years ago. Like years ago, you, you would see heels do their character all the time. And nowadays, that's just uncommon. And MJF has brought that back. And that's what I really like about MJF, that he uh, truly plays his character on and off camera and makes you want to hate him and makes you want to watch <laughs> the product. Well, well, that's what – and I don't – well, look, I, look, I'm not trying to – look, I know – I don't know about MJF that well, but – even though he uh, kicked Cody in the in the you know balls area, ever since then <laughs> I was like I really don't like I really hate that no good most jealous fool. And that's his job too. Like he he wants to make you hate him. So mm-hmm. indeed, yeah. Oh, I think he's, it's like the you know you always I think that heel oh, champions yeah. are just fundamentally usually better than face champions. You know. Faces are way better when they're chasing the title rather than they're uh, rather than when they're you know champions. Unless like there's a few exceptions. Like Mox's title run was really good. You know, Hangman's. I'm really enjoying his right now, and it's because I think W or excuse me, AEW doesn't really treat their babyface oh. champions like they're not always in peril. They're showing hey, these guys can actually like you know hold their own. Whereas I feel like with WWE, oh, it's a, a problem they suffer from is kind of like. Uh, they, they, it feels like they treat their babyface champions kind of like, you know, not as well as they should be. Like Big E got beaten a few times, which was, you know, I think that decision is kind of messed up. MJF with the low blow. 
All right, so this is definitely going uh, pretty close to the distance, it seems like. Yeah, I bet this is just going until uh, TV time remaining. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a really long main event. Like, Indeed. Longer than uh, – uh, do we have a long main event before? Well, I mean, let's – Or they kick off the shows all the time, the, uh, the time limit draws. Yeah, well – That was a long match. Uh, yeah. We all know uh, I next can't, week. I mean, yeah. Go ahead, Connor. I've been meaning to ask, which one did you guys prefer? Did you prefer uh, Hangman versus Danielson one or two? Mm. Ooh, good one. Well, it's hard to say. Probably I'd say two. One. I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go with a finish. So I'll go two. Yeah. I also agree. I, I go two. I don't, as well. I don't know. Like, one I had a finish. I, I, I might go one. I have to go with a finish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like both of them, but it's just hard to choose between one or two. Uh, I like two better because, I mean, you got you got an actual winner, but uh, both ma- both matches were, were great. Um, um, uh, Mr. Jacobs, we can't hear you. I think what's great about Hangman as champion is like people I think people kind of underestimate his abilities. Like you'll they'll talk about the Kenny Omegas, the Brian Danielsons, and they'll be like, Oh, this is a dream match, but then they go against Hangman, and then it always feels like it's just surprising how great the match is. Because I feel like people kind of sleep on Hangman's ability. But unless that's maybe just me, but like because I'm never imagining like, oh, I can't wait for Hangman versus this person, you know. But it's very nice to see, like, oh, man, these people are putting on such great matches with Hangman. So now it's uh, Hangman versus the Murderhawk. Is that right? Murderhawk Monster or Murderhawk? Yep. yep. Murderhawk Monster. Oh, I'm excited in for a, In a Texas death match. A lot of times death matches aren't a lot of people's thing, and I think that's totally understandable. But and I think is this fun, you know. And is this uh, – is this uh, – the first title match with a very with a very stipul with a with a stipulation, not the Texas Death match. I mean, with a match stipulate. Oh wait, no, we have the explosion exploding barbed wire match. Yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, Man, the match really was good wish, up until the end. I really wish that finish just yeah. didn't. Yeah, I was there for that one. And that was oof, that ending. That was one of the few pay per views that I actually got like one of my friends to watch. And then the ending <laughs> comes, and they're like, "Aiden, what was that?" And I was like, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me, yeah. Me and Connor, me and Connor were watching it though on uh, his house. Though, and let me tell you, it was a great match until the end. And let me tell you, it didn't do good. That was yeah, a it took a really good match and an ending that just that that's that's yeah. the risk with all these. Yeah. You can have a great match, but the ending, if the you can't. Handle yeah. it. Yeah, like the match itself was good up until the finish, but sometimes the finish just outdoes the entire match, you know. Yeah, the like when, like, when you can go buy yeah. a pack of sparklers and get a better explosion. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> yeah, that was. It's kind of like the. Really it kind of. It's kind of like uh, the Joker. Just if you look at the memes, the Joker just explode, but. Except he didn't really explode, just explode like eh, sparklers everywhere. And next thing you know, that just <laughs> it's shit out of luck. Yeah, I don't know. Part, you might have seen. Yeah, 
Like what hurt what hurt most is that uh Eddie Kingston like sold it, you know, and I was, yeah, like, I was like, I saw it happen. Worked. It's like and then I saw I was like, Eddie, please don't sell it. And then he sold it, and I'm just like, no. Oh I think that was a I think oh my oh my oh god, you I ain't gonna spoil it, but you guys have gotta watch this move right here. Oh. That is that is a pipe bomb of the century. Oh wow, uh oh. Uh oh. 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 You see it yet? That did not look good on CM Punk's knee. But did you see what move did he just did? Oh. Yeah. He, yes, he hit the Pepsi plunge. Oh, I'm so happy, bro. I called it. <laughs> I called it. It was more like a, a ripoff. But I like it. He just did a. He just did idea. like a. <laughs> it looks like a pedigree, a top rope pedigree. Yeah. And we still have. Sam Punk's and now Jim got out of the ring match, again. Definitely. I mean, uh, MJF and Sam Punk are definitely putting on a good match. Um, didn't really care for that mid-match finish, I guess you would say, but. Uh, overall, this match has been very good. Oh, boy. Is that a referee oh, shirt under, under the ring? It looks like it. Tombstone! Tombstone! Oh, well, oh no! And whose title belt is in the middle of the... Oh. Or I guess it's a title oh. belt. Come on, Sid! Come on! Come on, let's go. Come on, Punk. Come on. I really hope Punk wins this one. My, like, fantasy booking for the AEW title is uh, oh, like, Hangman God. has it, and then it goes to Cody, then to Punk, and then to MJF. So I think if Punk wins here, it'll be a be- it'll be some good callbacks to when MJF eventually beats Punk for the title. Come on. Come on, MJF. Oh, come, come on. on. Well, there we go. Oh, great. Come on, MJF. Is- come on. Oh, that was a Get nice... Up. That was a nice roundhouse. Get up. Get up. I'm just standing there. Get up. Get up. Oh, man. Come on. This is not good. This is not good. Come on, Punk. Do it. Wait a minute. But I feel like if MJF wins this match, this is the road to him him becoming the world champion. Uh, I agree with that. He's beat... I don't know. Oh no. Oh no. Hey, oh come on. Come on. <laughs> come on, don't bear. He just let that ring Connor? like he's exhausted. That's uh, it. I, I was I saying that he's, a, he's already beat Cody. He's beaten Sammy. Oh, no, he's beaten, no, 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 no. Uh, Darby. Yeah, he's beat Darby. He's beaten Sammy, so many he's big names. Sammy. He's beating Jungle Boy. He's beating all the pillars. Yeah. So if he beats CM Punk, it's basically his road to becoming world champion. If he wins, if he doesn't win, then oh, here comes Wardlow. Oh God, here we go. If Wardlow and Wardlow this match, Wardlow, you do the right thing. MJF has been by your side this whole time. You will be in the fight with MJF. If Wardlow just rolls him back into the ring, that's what I feel like it's going to happen. It's seen. Come on. If Warlow hits CM Punk, this match. Oh, no. 
you got to work with MJF. You can't turn him. Can't turn on him now. You should have done that last week. It's too late now. You got to help him. Warlow's going to be Come such on. a good babyface once he eventually turns. Come on. Now what are you going to do? Moving. Uh, I'm confused. I don't know. Wait a minute. Oh, no. I know what MJF's got. He's got that damn ring. He's got it. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm confused. He's just staring CM Punk down. Come on, MJF. I wonder what's fixing to happen. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on, MJF. Get the pin. Come on. Come on. Come on, MJF. Quit going slow. All right. One. Yes. Oh, man. Is this really going to be Punk's first loss? The fans are I don't like that book flipping out. <laughs> Wardlow, did you make the right decision or not? No, I'm not a huge fan of that booking right there. That was a good match. But... <laughs> I know Chris is clean, that's for sure. I know Chris is mad now. I'm surprised the Chicago crowd's not going crazier right now. I think they're just stunned. Yeah, yeah. I I, I would figure they're they're kind of silent. I, this crowd has not been too loud this entire like this entire episode. It feels like like when Punk at first came out, they were pretty good, but it hasn't really felt like maybe I maybe I'm just having a bad memory right now. But like I don't know, it just feels like they haven't been as active as they normally are. Unless the fans that's just are me. flipping off, and the fans are flipping off MJF now. What is Wardlow going to do? He's getting in the ring. Uh-oh. Now he has a bragging right. Did it in Chicago. Yeah. Then it is his own hometown. I think in the partly the crowd, that false finish earlier, they're like, wait, this isn't the ending. There's got to be something else, right? Yeah. Yeah. MJF beat CM Punk two times tonight. I don't know how I feel. That was not fair for MJF (laughs) to get the ring out of Warlow's back pocket. I don't know. I mean, wow. I mean, what was that? That was pretty awesome. That was controversial. That was the Chicago, there was a Chicago screw job for CM Punk. I don't know. I feel like that's I mean, just really weird booking, you know. Like, why, why uh, do the fake out at the beginning if MJF's just going to win it at the end? I think. Yeah. That. Yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I don't. I don't agree with that at all. You don't think that's a I weird booking decision? You think you bent the <laughs> ring, MJF? I know what you did, and I know what you're going to. I know what you're doing, and plus, 
you're not even that's not even you right now because you're already celebrating in the ring and you're I believe this is a fake MJF account, I'll tell you that. I do hope that this leads to us getting like a heel CM Punk though, because like the babyface train oh. has kind of it's been running out of steam slowly. Yes. Well I, I I don't agree with you there, Aiden. I'm sorry, but you don't agree with that. <laughs> It's just that I just can't stand MJF, though. He had beaten everyone, and I can't stand it, though. See, because you know what? I don't, I don't know what to say. I know I know some of y'all are fixing to leave and all that. But anyway, am I, anyway, since now the show's over with, though, Connor, am I free to go like you wanted? Uh, I'm just going to uh, close the show out. Um, uh, well, so before you do. I wanted you guys. Sorry. So what did you guys think of the show overall tonight uh, from top to bottom? For me, I thought there were some questions. I thought it was weird Nyla Rose going over Ruby. I personally am not a huge fan of that. I'm also not a fan of the match uh, continuing and then MJF just winning again. I feel like that's yeah, really weird. But um, there were some good developments. And it, it was oh wait, it was also weird having Dan Lambert on twice and then also Screw Brandy Rhodes. Screw you. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm not a... I like I'm fine with Brandy Rhodes. I'm not as anti Brandy Rhodes as a lot of other people are, but that crowd did not want her there. So Yeah. Uh, but, uh I'll probably I give it a not show. Episode. Yeah, I'd give it a C plus or B. Um I don't know. It wasn't overall one of their best shows I've ever done, but uh, mm-hmm. I enjoyed I'm very all their matches. About my wrestling, so. Yeah. Um what about all you guys? Well, first off, I ought to give the show uh, uh, I ought to give the show an A, but the MJF and CM Punk match technically at the end and only at the end, I ought to give it an F. <laughs> yeah, because that was the screw job. Yeah. Um, Mr. Jacobs uh, and Bill, what about you guys? Well, I think Mr. Jacobs, his audio is gone some, right now. I think yeah. I think he's having some audio difficulties. Well, well, anyway, uh, I, I, I thought it was a uh, overall pretty good show. Uh, like probably because because I, I can't just I, I agree the bookings made it a little off. Yeah. Overall, yeah. the main event was, it was a pretty good match. Uh, but that false finish, the ending didn't surprise me. So I'm not even going to take too many points away from it because I, I knew they wouldn't have a clean finish. They wouldn't do it on TV yeah. and do a clean finish. Um, so I, I'll give it. The Ruby Riot thing, that might even be more the surprise of the night. Uh, I I just wonder what her future is here uh, because it seems like she's just – that's another Chicago native too. It's not right for the the locals. Uh, But I thought the the first half, the matches were were, were really good. Um, Dan Lambert, I got a kick out of Dan Lambert in TNA. Um, Yeah. Maybe it's just – I think maybe the shtick's just old at this point. Uh, He – for him to be on twice, that that's shocking. I, I don't know why they went to that well. Like that, nobody else can cut a promo. You got yeah, got a old Dan here. Um, so I put in that somewhere in that B range. Uh, like there, there's been better uh, overall, though. Like there was potential for it to be an A show. Uh, few changes they could have done an A show, but uh, solid B, solid B. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought. To- Uh, oh man, everyone's uh, lagging now. It was a watchable show. It, you know, like it was 
definitely a watch show and uh, put on some very good matches. Uh, but uh, yeah, that, that pretty much does it for uh, tonight's episode or live reaction. Um, uh, of course, we have the Sabu interview. Uh, you guys can go back and watch it after this. Uh, we're done with this. Uh, yeah. And definitely go check out the TNI Total Nuts of Impact podcast. Uh, I will have the link in the description. Uh, once this video is done, I'll put it in there. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, definitely go check out Bill and the TNI crew. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll be back here for AEW Rampage this Friday. All right, see you guys.